you don't have to be a lesbian to munch on carpets. That is true, though. Like that would that used to be a thing in high school, right? Where it was like a fad. It was like a fad, and then it went away. I think every female has thought about doing it. That's a lie. That's pretty extreme. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty extreme, fam. Yo, that's like her saying, "Yo, bro, <laughs> right? Hey. You're a dude, right? Yeah. Suck dick, right? Right? Nah, right? Not. It's different. No, 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 it's different. No, it's not. It's different. That's a barnacle. Thank you. Most women have thought about doing that. Most. I don't believe that. Yo, bad. That shit crazy. On a Saturday! It's all even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Podbeam as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm all over the place. Trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment. Tell a friend to tell a friend because the page is growing. Also, hit that TikTok. You guys are very, very mean on TikTok, but... Send the comments anyway. I don't care. Claw! How you doing? Fantastic. I there's a word that I'd like to use for you this week. Mm-hmm. Liberator. Liberace? No. Liberator. You, sir, right. woke up and chose violence this week. Um, yeah. Fuck him. You said, damn it. Mm-hmm. Not going back. No, nah, fuck them. Yeah. Salute to you. I'm proud of you. I'm yeah. very proud of you. Fuck him. How you feel? Feel great. Feel like a new man? I feel like the same guy that said fuck him that day. Kept the pants, though. Kept the pants, though. Yeah. Badass. They all fire, right? They yeah, yeah too, definitely. Girl, it's, yeah. Very, it's very Chuck Norris, very Shit. Delta Force of you. I love it. You feel me? I love it. Kept I love it. the same way, too. You met, you met business, all especially what you have in there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That was... Sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 oh, sorry. Yeah. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Wow. But yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I am. I am very proud of you, bro. I mean, look. I mean, we gonna do that. I know the the audience, the viewers are yeah. looking at you and saying, "Wait, where's his hat? Wait, 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 wait." I didn't want to say anything. Where's his hair? I'm not gonna be that guy. Somebody, I'm not. Gonna, I, I, I am just, not the person to say, "Hey, you see my no." Somebody just ran through up in the bathroom because you're just not the person you used to be seven days ago. It's new beginnings, man. All right. We all have it. Look, after we got out the snap and shouts to Nicole for 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 you know messing everything up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just felt that I needed to change, man. So, you know, Wicked Witch of the East. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A snap. You know, I realized that I need to shed some things. I just can't wait to read the comments. Yes. It's already started. I put that picture up on on uh on IG. This mash mash my DMs right now. Right now, make sure y'all comment who he looks like from what movie. Put the picture. DM him the picture. Make sure they have all that. So we need that for our records. Thank you so much. Appreciate Respects. it. Jimmy the Super Intern is back. You haven't been here since the snap. Yeah, it's been like over a year. Right. Does it feel different here? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. Pause. But, oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Hold on. Hey yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's contagious. It's contagious. You know how that is. It's, once it starts, it, it just it just continues. Yeah, it continues. it's not going around again. It's not. Jimmy, I we we I would like to say we we have missed you. All right. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You were having fun though. You always turn up, especially where you be going. Yeah. Yo, I, I like I yeah, exactly. I never met anybody that goes on vacation as much as Yo, I stay no. on vacation. That's what I be trying to tell you. You got to watch what he be doing. I said it on the show months ago. Jimmy got some, I don't know if he got some holes somewhere. Just something, bro. Something. The, the last picture. Right? The last picture he had the Mickey Mouse ears on with poker chips in his hand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that That's a confusing picture, right? right? You know, you, know, you got you to have certain access to get to that. That arena, like yeah. you can't just play there. Yeah, you gotta be on the list. You you gotta be that guy. Yeah, yeah. probably has a code word going in. Yeah, but he oh, said, "Oh boy, that's the, code word. <laughs> <laughs> the code of the ones and twos is talent assassin." How you doing? Good. Yeah. Any interesting things happened this week? Pretty boring. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Have that, you have that smile. I, I know what that means. Okay, something, something happened. I'm gonna find out. Okay, I'm gonna I, find out. You know, I don't. Don't you do it? All right. Don't you even say it. Don't you even say it. She, she, she's not that. Okay. What was I gonna say? Some, some type of lesbian activity. That's not. I would never say that. This you said it last week. Yeah, I wouldn't say it this week. So what? What is the? What is the narrative that you're going with this week then? You don't have to be a lesbian to munch on carpets. That is true, though. Like that would that used to be a thing in high school, right? Where it was like a fad. It was like a fad, and then it went away. I think every female has thought about doing it. That's a lie. That's pretty extreme. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty extreme, fam. Yo, that's like her saying, "Yo, bro." <laughs> right. You're a dude, right? Suck dick, right? Right. Nah, right. Nah. It's different. No, 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 it's different. No, it's not. It's different. That's a bar, Nicole. Thank you. Most women have thought about doing that. Most. I don't believe that. We need a poll. We need a poll. We need a poll. I can't, I can't we need to put think a poll of a, on IG. I can't think of a woman that said a mouth to mouth. Right. Dead ass. There's not a lot of Dwight Howards out here. That's all I'm saying. Or did, Dwight Needers or... Did Dwight you know say a mouth is a mouth? He, yes, he did. Basically, he said that. Oh, so he did say... With his actions. So he did say he was gay. No. Well, oh. say he doesn't care, basically. That's basically saying it. Stubble without no saying stubble. It. He, he about their life. Yeah. That's like Wayne Brady. I'm a pansexual. I love everybody. Bro, let me ask you this. Come on. Like, between all of us, right? We're all friends here. Are we? Didn't we all think Wayne Brady was gay? I never thought that. I could. You're a liar. Yeah, not when Wayne Brady has to smack a bitch. No. Right. Never gay. After that Chappelle episode? Yo, that Chappelle episode. Yeah. yeah. After that Chappelle yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's a, a great actor. actor. Hey, he was different after that. Most most people, that. most people Yo, who are, <laughs> yeah, most people who are that side are great actors because they have to act a certain way. You know, I, I put him know. like Carlton in the same realm. But Carlton Carlton's like gangster. seventeen kids. And Carlton's a success. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, right. You got to relax. Yeah. Ain't no wrong with Wayne Brady. He, he's he's up. He's up. He is. I thought he was cool, bro. He's always on TV. He got listen, money. I listen. What I think the guy's great. For what he is. What is he? 
Don't say it. All right, don't say it. Don't say it. We got guests in the building, though. Uh, founder of NA2 Athletics. Head coach of the Knox Varsity basketball team. Welcome to the show, my man, Navarro Allen. How you doing, man? Yo, doing great, doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course, man, of course. You know, I, I don't know if you remember my face, but I was one of the commentators of the tournament that was played at, uh, it was in the Bronx. Um, Yeah, your school was there. It had some good players there, man. I saw you, so. I remember oh, last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we 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 got blitz pretty bad. Now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, a lot of you, you guys played a good team, man. So you yeah, know, but played, it was we played Brooklyn Collegiate, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, and we were just out mad. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I don't lie about nothing. Like, nah, it happens. It was, out, it was it was bad coaching that day because like we we just got back from three weeks of being off. My school takes off their boarding school, so yeah. we take off for three weeks. Yeah. And it was just, it was rough, but nah. happy to be here, happy to be out here. Nah, of course, man, of course, man. Glad to have you. Welcome to the All Even Podcast. So we have a lot to discuss uh, before we actually get into the sports. We're going to get into Navarro Island's story, so I'd like to talk about that. But once we do get into the sports, Thursday Night Football, uh, we want to talk about that boring-ass game that <laughs> just happened. Um, it was terrible. It was just terrible between the Bears and the, and the Panthers, right? It was bad. Um, George Pickens. Not happy. And I, I I side with him. I do agree with him. Jets watch. Talk about the Jets. Um, Josh Dobbs. He said that he was blindsided by getting traded to the Vikings. Blindsided because he never thought it would happen because of what he was told. So I'd like to talk about that a little bit. Kyler Murray. It's back. How do we feel about Kyler Murray being back? Um... Los Angeles Lakers. I have a lot to say. A lot to say. Um, John Wall wants to come back. I want to talk about that and see where that may make sense, if it even makes sense. Um, I think that's kind of it for, for basketball. I, you know, we can talk about the in-season tournament a little bit. I, I talked about it last week, but... I want I want Mr. Allen's take on what the in-season tournament means and how it feels to him. Cole, you had a question? Uh, not a question. Me and LeBron just hurt his knee. Yeah, I know. What? He banged knees with, with Kevin Durant. Yeah. So. so it doesn't necessarily mean that he's out, but, uh, I mean, when it rains and pours in L.A. Looking so real 38-year-old-ish right it, there. It is what it is. <laughs> um... Baseball news, Mets have a new head uh, manager. Um, Craig Council signs the biggest deal in Major League history for being a manager. Yes. I just have one question. Yes. Does this mean we're going to go to some games? Yeah. Okay. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> How much money did he get? Uh, he got about, what was it, 40 million or something like that over five years? Lord have mercy. That's a lot. Dang it. Um, That's why yeah. they're building the park. My irrelevant news of the week. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy. Yeah. So before we get into all that, I'd like to pan to my guests. Like I said, welcome to the show. I'd like to start from the beginning. All right. Where are you born? 
Dearborn. Well, West Islip to be exact. And, okay. Uh, Good Sam Hospital. Dearborn. I'm a Dearborn kid. Dearborn kid. And growing up, obviously, you played basketball. Absolutely. Position. In high school, I played the two. I was mostly a shooter. And then when I went to college, they transformed my whole game from being a scorer, shooter, into a point guard. Interesting. How do you feel about that? I think it was a blessing. At times, I thought it was a curse. <laughs> it was the worst year of my life. But it became a blessing because, you know, now being a coach, you understand the game from every aspect of it. And you ever understand every nuance of the game playing as a point. When you play as a two, you may not understand everything, how the flow goes, pace, tempo, who needs a shot, everything. Right. It's different. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, the thing is, with, with being a point guard, you're the coach on the floor, right? You're an extension of your coach. So you have to make sure that everybody's in the right spots. Everybody um, knows what's going on, what the plays are. You know, you have to be able to get to people's spots and make them comfortable and be that leader. So, you know, going from a position where you're literally in attack mode to somebody who has to now facilitate for everybody and keep everything together. It's a, it's, it's definitely a culture shock from oh, position to position, right? Yeah. And at the time I couldn't even dribble the basketball. Right. Like I was terrible at dribbling. <laughs> like I don't, I don't sugarcoat anything. I was terrible. At so dribbling. you were just a shooter. Literally. I was Reggie Miller on the court. <laughs> I would run off screens all day long, shoot jump shots. Play defense like I was the original three three D guy like you know you yeah. play defense all day, run shoot jump shots and then to transition into I'm gonna be a facilitator and create shots for other people and learn how to get into the lane and then as a point guard you gotta learn everybody's personality too absolutely you gotta know who wants the ball who needs the ball when and where when when and where to give them the ball. Right how to give them the ball, what plays to run, who has a mismatch, how to get this person a mismatch. So it's it was very complicated. And like I said, it was the the best and the worst year of my life was my freshman year in college. Interesting. So after after your playing days are over, yeah. Where did the direction turn in regards to you wanting to like be a trainer and stuff like that? Like how did that end up happening? I like I always wanted to be a coach. Like I used to, t I used to tell my college coach. It was funny. Like one of my kids was asking me this question when I was driving him to practice today. It was Dell? He was asking me this question. Like when did you want to start coaching? When did you know you wanted to coach? I told my college coach. I was like, I'm going to take his job, Coach mm. Long. I said, I'm going to take your job. I was like, I want to be a coach. So you realized it back I then. Re I realized that I I liked coaching. I liked helping people. I always did. And I would come back home, and as my summer job, I would work for the local CYO program or PAL program uh, in Deer Park and coach all those kids. But at the time, I wasn't really coaching. Like I was just playing with them in practice. Like, right. I had a bunch of kids that were good, and all I would do is I was 18, and I'm playing with them, and they're 11. Right. And just getting them better. And me and my friends would just go play against them. Right. But it really wasn't coaching, coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you just know? more of kind of like shadowing or yeah, yeah. It, was, it was them playing against grown men right basically right a, a 12 year old playing against a 18 19 year old it's different right and then that 12 year old learns how to compete at, at a higher level it's like oh. which 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 in some ways is really good coaching because that's a that's a 
that's the way a lot of kids learn, right? To be able to play against stiffer competition pause, but older guys, um, to to understand what that physicality is and be able to now take that back to their age group and really understand, okay, this is how I need to dominate. This is how I need to be able to play. It's funny because kids don't do that anymore. No, they don't. They, they, don't, they don't do they don't do any of that anymore. Like I grew up in the era where we played in the park. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, we played at Oswego. We we played in the park. We played with I grew up when Upper Room had the 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 church had a gym, but it was carpet floors. Right. At Upper Room. And we would go play with grown men. Right. Me, my my best friend Donnell, we would go play with grown men all the time. And God bless, you know, God bless the dead. Troy Jackson used to bring me Escalade, used to bring me to the park, play with his brother, Mark That's Jackson, and all, and all that stuff. So I was I was always blessed to be around great basketball players right. and play at a high level where it was, you're going to compete. And Sundays used to be like, we're going to be at the park and you'd be at the park all day. Right. And then they had the main court and they had the B court. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and anybody that grew up in that era knew, like, you always wanted to be on the main court. Absolutely. And then when you got to that main court, it was like... You need to stay on the main court. Yes. So you got to figure out your way how to stay on right. that main court so you... You understand how to play defense. What's a good shot? You know, right? Not not things. not waste a possession. Yes, don't yeah. over dribble. You're right. you're learning that at a young age, just by playing on the court with grown men. These kids don't play in the park anymore. That's true. They don't do any of that. Now, where where do you think that that dynamic changed? Like, wh why did it change, and when did that change? The money. Okay. The money, the money changed everything with basketball. In my opinion, when the sneaker companies, and I love them because, you know, I'm part right, of Right, shouts to them. Yeah. I'm, I'm part, <laughs> like, I ain't throwing no shade. Right. I'm, I'm part of that, that mix, too, yes, sir. Of yes, sir. being around the sneaker companies. I coach with them. I always will coach with sneaker companies. But when they started doing the AAU tournaments, oh, yes. and it started to become big business for high school sports, that eliminated people playing in the park. People right. don't want to get... A high school kid nowadays doesn't think about playing in the park the same as we did. Right. We thought of it as a rite of passage, playing with grown men Absolutely. in the park. Absolutely. Getting bumped around, going home and having, you know, scrapes on my knees and scrapes on my elbows. And, Badge of honor. Yeah. You know, you go home, you have bloody lip because, you know, you got smacked in the face and it's like, all right. These kids look at playing in the park on that concrete, and they're like, "Coach, I'm gonna mess up my knees. Coach, I'm gonna fall. Coach, this is gonna happen. Coach, I, like, I can't play in the park. It's too hot outside. Like, I've had parents tell me that. What do you mean practice in the park? It's it's hot outside. Wow. Like they're gonna it's they're gonna have a heat stroke, and die. And I'm like, did you play in the park? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. So then. What happened? What's the difference? Like, what changed? Has the sun gotten any hotter? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be like, it must be just global warming. Yeah, no yeah. Is that, is that it's global the, warming? It's the, it's the coddling, man. But I agree with yeah, you. I yeah. think the AAU circuit has really changed youth athletics, obviously. Now, there's some positives, obviously. There's always going to be some positive, but there's always there's also going to be some, some downsides, some negative stuff. So... Um, I, I completely agree with you. I, I think I think I don't know if it'll ever get back to that. I think we're just nah, in another it's... phase of just how development in, in sports are and that's just where it's gonna stay. No, it's yeah. it's playing in the park days are done. Right. It's it's more about now it's 
more about training. Yeah. And besides the training, it's about, you know, playing in AAU tournaments. Right. And they're playing all over the world. And right. everybody has an AAU team now. When, yeah, everybody. When I was younger, there was, you know, there were six AAU teams, I think, right. that traveled. Like, <laughs> you had the Broncos, you yeah. had the Gauchos, right. you had Riverside. Right. Uh, the, and I'm forgetting a couple. And then you had the Panthers. You right. Know, I was lucky. I played with Gary and the Panthers. You right. Know, but they, those were the only teams that traveled. Right. Like everybody else was local. Like you, you, you go in around your neighborhood. Right. Like you're not going anywhere. And and back then, if you were <laughs> affiliated with any of those AAU teams, like you had any of those shorts, especially if you had a pair of gaucho shorts, they knew that you was legit. Yeah. Right. You seen you seen a pair of gaucho shorts or somebody <laughs> with a jersey? Oh, okay. Hi. Yeah. I, I know where you at. Right. Yeah, before you if you had gauchos or Riverside shorts before right. you. Before you even took a layup, right. you walked in the park, people were picking you up. Nah, Facts. Yeah, he's with us. Yeah, he, he's, 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 yep. he's with us. Or had, with us. Had, the, had the gauchos with the Team Adidas sneakers on that. <laughs> One him. Yeah. yeah. He, he my first pick. <laughs> he, he never even took a layup. Right. <laughs> Yo, nah, right. Nah, 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 he with us. He yep. with us. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was different. It was a different but lineup. Yeah, and it's just. Now it's more like uh, everybody wants to train and they yeah. go to their, their specialist trainer and they got. Six different trainers, like they'll have one trainer that does ball handling, they have one shooting coach, and then they got a speed and agility trainer. And parents are just shelling out all this money it's because, amazing. like, that's what the, they think it is. Yeah, but the light at the end of the tunnel is ridiculous. Like, yeah. if you sign just the regular contract, you get one contract, $20 million. You I mean, life. and we're talking about you know, we're not <laughs> even talking about NIL deals now. No. Kids can be able to get NIL deals very early, you yeah, know what I mean? You get an NIL deal in high school, yeah, yeah, like you could legit have an NIL deal in high school. Right. People don't understand, like, the game has changed. And if you can market yourself, I tell all these kids now that I coach and that I train, is if you could just carry yourself a certain way and you market yourself a certain way, and your social media platform is built around you as an athlete a student athlete let's keep that like yep, 100%. keep that 100 percent right a student athlete you're not a pro you're a student athlete until you get money for this even nil deals you're not a pro you're a student athlete market yourself as a student athlete you're gonna get paid right because you could get one of these local mom and pop shops to give you fifty thousand dollars and right that fifty thousand dollars is a lot more than some people make in, in a year Right. In a year, right, and you get that, and you get a couple of those different people to to give you money, just to represent their brand or represent their product, and then you you're off and running, and you don't have to be a big time player. You just have to have a platform that Absolutely. reaches, right? Like you could be, you know, a division zero kid, like you know, and have a platform that reaches multiple people and make money now. Influences everything. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, know really like, with, with that being said, like, it, it's got to be hard to keep these kids focused nowadays because, like, it's, like you know, you're still going to have your kids who, you know, want to get in trouble and want to, you know, still be kids. It's like, how, how hard is it to keep the kids focused? Honestly, that's the biggest challenge that you have as a coach is – from what I see now, more or less, there's two different things that you have to do. You have to really, at Knox, I'm super selective of the kids I bring in. Like, we're a private school. 
I vet all my kids and I make them go through my workouts before they even step foot on my team. They come and they'll work out with me. And some kids will work out with me for a year before they come on the team. Right. Like they'll come and they'll work out the whole year and their parents will sit there and they will hear, you know, the vitriol that I spill out. Like practice is, is brutal. And you got to make sure that you keep their focus by keeping them level-headed and grounded and telling them the truth. Most people and coaching nowadays is more coddling than ever. They don't tell these kids the truth. They tell them what they want to hear because they're scared to coach the kid because the kid will go to another team. Absolutely. Hold that thought. We definitely want to get more into that and also get into any two athletics as well. Definitely. After the break. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money for that Flip the Script podcast. You see it. We in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, listen. Shout out to the Old Even podcast. My man Barry Grant Jr. What's up, man? What happened? What you, what you, what you want to say to people? You shout out somebody else's podcast? Yeah, my man is a joint. What's up? Oh, even. Oh, even podcast. Yo, they even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this girl something. Oh, even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you go. Well, that's a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want to jump all the even podcast, right? Yeah, all shout even. Shout out even podcast, right? Yeah. All even. Uh, that's your man? My man. All right, shout out to all even podcast. He cool? Is he cool? Let me see. Is he cool? Oh. 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 But I want to talk about NA2 Athletics. How did that start? That was 2013 and 2014. 2013, I started that company. It honestly, it started because of the kids. Like, I was literally, I used to train with Jerry Powell at Basketball Results. I worked with Jerry for, for seven years. Shout out to Ice. Jerry is, he was one of the most influential people in my coaching and everything that I do. Nope. And it, I would not be who I am without Jerry. I sure. always say things like that because I want to give people homage while they're still breathing. Of course. I don't want to not, you know, give people homage. But um, it started working out with the kids. Like, I was working out with the kids and, like, a bunch of the parents was like, yo, I'm still training. And they were like, you should start your own company. Like, you should start training. I didn't want to do it. But they were like, you should do it. And I was like, all right. So then I was trying to play on different words of like how to do the company and everything else. Yeah. And then, you know, my name is Navarro Allen, N.A. Right. And I was like, well, I'm never going to name, have a son named Navarro. So I was like, N.A. too. Yeah. So I was like, all right, there you go. And then. It's a, it's a catchy name. Yeah. But then like. Talking with all the parents and everything else, one parent, you know, came over to me and was like, she goes, the way you train is like an art form. It's like an art. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then she was like, yeah, it's like natural art. And I was like, hmm. And when she said it, I said, that is dope. And then I was like, NA2. The Natural Art to Athletics. That's dope. And I was like, that is super catchy. And I was like, I'm going to keep it. Did that's, you give her any pub for that? 
I will never give up art. Thank you for the thank you for the the, the inspiration. Right. You get none of it. <laughs> no, 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 no. If I if I if I ever if I ever give her a pub, she would get mad about it because she does. She's like she humble like that. I yeah, respect she it. doesn't yeah. want to be in the spotlight or yeah, nothing yeah, like yeah. that. I've asked her like anytime <laughs> I go on any type of podcast, and I'm like, yo, do you want me to shout you out? And she's like, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't want any publicity. Like, I don't want anybody knowing. Like, that's what's fine. up, though. I so respect like, that. I respect all right, that. Whatever. <laughs> but no. So that's where everything comes from. Okay. And then from there, I started a nonprofit called ACES. And ACES is, you know, Athletic Committed Enlightened Scholars. Awesome. And it deals with mental health issues with sports. Uh, academic or educational assistance and social issues wow so like we deal with everything like i cover the whole you know from soup to nuts with sports i'll deal with you on the court with your training and stuff like that and i'll deal with you off the court with just your mental health and but that's super important though because a lot of people don't realize that just because uh, a kid can be super talented you know have all the the metrics the the, the physicals if they're not right up here, there's something going on at home that you can be able to help and kind of fix that. It's going to improve him on the court as well as, you know, his entire life, right? So shouts to you to be able to recognize that because there a lot of people don't really care about what's going on with a kid's mental. They only care about what they see that they can be able to do, the 40, the the, the vertical, the jump shot, whatever it is. The mental part of the game is the most important part of sports. And if that's not right, it don't matter. People don't even understand what you just said is so powerful. People don't understand how hard it is and how much stress they put on these kids nowadays. Yeah. These kids are 13, 14, 15 years old. And they're basically on display every weekend at that age it's amazing and it's like i'm on display for the world to see and now with social media going viral if you you know that head tap stuff and you know somebody crossed you over and you fall and you could be a it's tiktok the, right. or a meme for forever the rest of your life right and people don't understand what goes on with these kids yeah and parents nowadays parents are worse than ever like i said the AAU has done a lot of amazing things, but has also done a lot of things that I think are detrimental to these kids. 100%. It's like, I still will coach AAU and I love it and I will always admire what it does, but that's why I also did that ACES thing where I could talk to these kids and talk to them about what happens if their parent is unbearable. Like, I have a son. Yeah. My son Donovan, there's times where I'm unbearable on right. Donovan. Like, and... It's it's clear. Like, I know that I'm getting to that point where it's like, okay, I got to back up. I'm yeah. going a little bit too far. And then he had, but he has outlets to talk to. He has right. his, he has his mother. He has his uncle Corey. He has his, you know, he has his grandmother. He has, you know, different people that he could reach out to and talk to and, and tell them like, hey. Healthy, this, healthy. This is elders. what's going on. Yeah, and healthy it, elders. And right. then he also has things where it's like, we're not talking about sports. Right. We're going to talk about academics. We're going to talk about education. We're going to talk about life. And 
he wants to be a lawyer. He wow. he'll go to my like I work for my daytime job is I work for a law firm. Awesome. You know, and he goes to the law firm and he'll talk to lawyers and just see how their how their day goes and see what goes on. And stuff like that is what these kids need too. Cause everybody's not gonna be LeBron James. No. LeBron James is one of the greatest basketball players to ever live. And everybody thinks their kid is going to be the next LeBron, the next Kobe, the next Steph Curry. They do not understand the work that comes in. They do not understand the God-given talent that comes in. So and they do not we, understand the the, the, the percentage, percentage <laughs> of athletes that actually make it to the NBA. Yes. It's less than 1%. Yes. It's nuts. And you're talking about billions and billions of people that play basketball. Right. You have a better chance of being a lawyer. You have a better chance of being a doctor. You have a better chance of being a, a neuroscientist. Right. Or being somebody that works on Wall Street than being an NBA player. So why not teach these kids to use this sport for what it's worth? Meaning, I get my education. I could market myself. Right. I could strengthen myself. And now when I'm done playing sports, it's okay if I didn't make it to the NBA. Right. I still gave it everything I got. And I could go into this field and now give this field everything I got and I had a head start. And what you're saying right there, right there is so paramount because I always like to say that these kids are not told that they've won enough. Like when you get that scholarship and that's a free ride and your parents don't have to pay a dime out of their pocket to send you to Georgia Tech or wherever it is, you've won. Like, there's not enough kids that realize that because they think that just because they didn't make it to the league or they didn't get a, 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 a you know, a G League invite or, or a summer league, whatever it is, they think that life is over. No, your life has just started. You won. You have done more than a lot of people in life already. So you got to be saluted for that. You, gotta, you, you have to think about the bigger picture. I'll go one step further than that. If you play basketball in college, whether you play junior co junior college, NAIA, Division One, Division Two, or Division Three, if you play basketball in college, period, you have won. Correct. You have won because there is a billion people that will not get that opportunity. Absolutely. So you gotta you gotta sit back and you gotta think and be like, wow, what did I just accomplish? And now with the the way that this college stuff works, it's way harder to get a Division One scholarship now than it's going to be ever before. Right. Like, with the portal, the transfer portal, and the new rule that NCAA worked out to protect these freshmen that are coming into college with the portal and with, with what's going on in the portal, it's going to be impossible to get a scholarship. It's crazy. You, They better hope that the NBA does what it's what I think it should do is and lower the age again. Lower the age again, have the kids go to the G League. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, listen, lower the age, have the kids go to the G League. It will be just like baseball. Yeah, create a farm system. Like yeah. just like baseball. Absolutely. Like here, you're gonna go to the G League. Right. And there you go. Right. Because if they do that, then it will open it will get rid of that transfer portal a lot. And Absolutely. It will open up spots for kids that really I agree I agree a hundred percent I think that's that you know I've been saying that for years that the NBA needs to kind of revamp what the G League is supposed to be and take what baseball does and say listen we'll take kids from high school we'll take kids from international and 
build them up, but they're not going to be ready to be in the NBA until we've deemed that they're physically ready or they've met certain benchmarks to be able to be promoted to the big club, right? So that that's that's something that they might need to look at, but we'll see. We'll see if that happens. I mean, the, the biggest thing is they're going to have to get those games on TV. Yeah, if of they course. Get, if they can start getting those games on TV with those games, the, but it's, the problem is going to be the TV networks are all NCAA right. TV networks. They right. don't want to compete. Exactly. I invested a... Seven billion into the NCAA. I'm not going to spend another not, seven billion. Yeah, into on the G League. Yeah, I'm right. not doing that. Right. So it's a little bit of a catch twenty two. Yeah. If they could figure out a way to get these G League games on national TV, you you could actually have something. Yeah, where I agree with you. You're, you're doing something. That's a great point. That's but great I point. would I would maybe maybe what they need to do is do the G League in the NBA all season. Maybe. Like. After the NCAA is start the G League then right and then these kids because then that would get rid of the transfer portal too right you started it in May and it went May to October there you go there goes the whole G League season yeah facts facts it'd be it'd be better so Yo, if they by the way if yeah. they do if they do uh, take that idea. We should get a cut of that money. We, we need that pub. We, 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 we need that, we money. Need we that need pub. Money. Like, listen, like, we we, we just we just came up with like <laughs> ten years worth of <laughs> worth of progress for the NBA. They need to listen, right? Yo, That's facts. At, That's big facts. Hire us as consultants. Facts. You know what I mean? And I, I, I cost like a, a a fifth less. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of what they pay these real people. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, how did you end up at the Knox School? Because I know, you know, I I watched a a, a pod that you were on and you said that how you reached out to the Knox School to be able to kind of rent their facility, right, for the training. And conversations happened, lightning struck, (laughs) and boom. Yo, it was like, I'm being honest with you, it was really like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. It happened in five days. I went from... I was at Five Towns College coaching girls, and I loved, I loved Five Towns. I loved coaching the girls. We we did really well. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I'm gonna stop coaching girls. I'm gonna just focus on my son was playing. Right. So like, I'm gonna focus on my training. And I'm gonna coach my son, and I'm gonna coach him in the summertime. So my friend Mark was coaching girls at the Knox School, and he was like, "Oh, you should call the Knox School to rent out the gym." So I called the athletic director. I was like, "Hey." <laughs> Liam, I want to rent your gym. And he was like, you just want to rent the gym? And I was like, yeah. He goes, I read your background. And he was like, we're looking for a basketball coach. Would you be interested? And I was wow. like, yeah. And he was like, all right, can you come in tomorrow and interview? Wow. And I said, sure. And then I came in the next day to interview. And then he was like, well, I told the headmaster that I would see whoever coach. And I was like, well, I have travel basketball practice for my, at the time, I think it was like 10-year-olds or 11-year-olds. It had to be 11 because my son is 14. So 11-year-olds. I was like, come down and play. I mean, come down and watch. And he came to practice, and right after practice, he called me up and was like, I want you. You're you're my guy. Mm. And I was like, okay. And ever since I've been there, the Knox School has been home. I've coached a lot of places, and... Since I've been at, there's been three places that I've actually felt like, truly felt like home. Bayshore was number one. I loved coaching at Bayshore. Loved it. I wouldn't, I never wanted to leave Bayshore. 
Metro, the Metro Hawks was number two. That was the start of me coaching travel AAU, right. coaching on the Nike EYBL circuit, yeah. and getting really good at this thing called getting coaching. your reps. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. really learning how to coach. Right, and then now at Knox, Knox is like home, and those kids, the first year kids, Dame, Max, Ra, all those kids are embedded in my heart because they. They may not have been the most talented kids. They gave me everything they got. They worked hard. Yeah. And they went from a team that was picked dead last in their conference to going 500. Wow. And people were like, what happened? Like, they were like, when I first got the job, they were like, oh, we'll be happy if you win a couple games. I'm like, win a couple games? I, I I'm coming here to win. <laughs> yeah, I don't lose. I'm yeah. like, I feel like Dion. Like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not coming here to lose. Like, what are you talking about? Win a couple games. Yeah, yeah. I guess the school also didn't know who they hired. And right. They, like, I'm a Leo. I have a little bit of an ego. And, I mean, all my friends, like, all my coaching friends will be like, no, nah, he has big ego. But I do a lot of work. And I put a lot of work into my kids and to what we do and to the practice and everything. So... We're not losing. And I'm like, you're going to beat us. We're not going to lose. Right. So we we, we came and we, we fought. And we That's got what's better. up. And That's I'm, what's up, I'm so happy I'm there. So I obviously, you know, we're we're heading into a new season. Yeah. I think you had you have six players returning, right? No, we have one player returning. One, one player? And we have six new kids okay. on our team, brand new to the school, that are dynamic and this team right here is this team has a chance to be really special really like from top to bottom they have the second most team talent that i've ever coached wow besides my bayshore kids wow my bayshore kids will always have the most talent they had nine division one basketball players on a public school roster it's insane what happened over that four-year time period it will never be duplicated i don't think in long island yeah it will never be duplicated this team is rivals them they compete every day we're in like we're in our start of our season and i feel like we're in mid-season form right now they compete every day in practice and they want to be good they want to be great they want to be coached yes yeah their parents are parents that get it they understand they're like oh no we're with somebody that understands and wants the best for each of our kids so they sit back and they're like no coach you handle it you handle it don't worry about it and the kids are all like buying into the system and understanding like we've all scored 20 points on it on our individual teams now we're coming together and it's like a dream team like okay you got to see how you fit in. You got to sacrifice. Yes. And they're understanding like, okay, I tell them this all the time. Today may not be your day. Tomorrow may be your day. Right. And the proof is like we've had in two all-star games for Long Island, the two biggest all-star games in Long Island, the all-timers game and the Mac game. My boy Drew runs the Mac and Gordon runs all-timers. My my kid Reggie Pierre was the MVP of the of the all timers game. My other kid KJ Anderson was the MVP of the Mac game. Wow. And it's like all these kids understand like 
different moments is going to be our time. And we play in the Crunch Time League, and every game has been a different MVP. It's not been the same MVP one game. That's good. So it's like, I'm happy. I'm really happy with these kids and their progress. Nah, salute to you, man. Salute to you. It, it's 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 a testament to you and your knowledge and your coaching of how you can be able to get kids to buy into a system because it's not easy, right? You know, especially when you have kids that are super talented, right? And they've been told a certain thing their entire life so far, right? That they're great, they're superstars of this. And then you come in, you tell them, you may be good, but you have to learn how to be good here. There's a difference between putting up 25 points on a team that's not going anywhere. There's a difference between putting up a solid 12 points and contributing to a to a winning culture. That's what I need from you. You know yes. what I'm saying? And that, once a kid realizes that, there's no telling where they can be able to go in their life because they can be able to incorporate themselves and engulf themselves in a team setting no matter what it is, and yes. they can be able to excel, right? Yes. So that's that's the most important thing that you're that you're telling these kids. So so we'll do you for that, definitely. Yeah, that it, like you said, it all it all transfers over to life. Yeah, you could you could literally run this same drill and be successful in anything. Right. You're gonna be part of a of a project, and here I'm the same centerpiece. Right. Or I'm not the centerpiece. Right. This person's the centerpiece. Right. But I'm still a contributor. Absolutely. And that's how you have to feel. Nah. You doing you doing the Lord's work, man. Shouts to you. <laughs> my man right here. I like him. I like him. I like him, Claw. I ain't gonna lie to you. We go, we go, we have to pull up to the Knox school and, and turn up. We, got, we have to turn up over there, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Anytime y'all want to come through, please come through. I tell everybody, I want everybody at our games. Yeah. At our I want our games to be packed. You out. don't you don't want Fang at your games because he's no. crazy. Listen, yeah. have him there. My mom is crazy too. Shout out to Mama D. My mom will be right crazy with him. That's what's up. She gonna be the one screaming at the right. Yeah, 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 I hear that. I hear that. And, I hear as, that. and as soon as somebody catch a dunk, she gonna be jumping out her seat. <laughs> one kid's gonna catch a dunk and she gonna go crazy. Yeah. Nah, that's dope, man. But listen, after the break, we're gonna talk some trending topics. It's gonna get interesting. After the break, yo, this is Sugar Jensen Gals. I want to give a shout out to my boy Barry for leaving the podcast. Keep doing your thing, bro. Killing it. Welcome back, y'all. So, you know, shouts to my man Navarro Allen telling you a great story. You are inspiration for these kids. Keep doing it, man. Definitely, like I said, I'm I'm so serious. I'm we we gonna take this on the road. I want to do a vlog, put it together, man. We're gonna do it nice. Um, and you know, get the all even podcast up there. And, um, you know, I definitely want to see you in your element. You know what I mean? Can't wait. Yeah. I yeah. definitely can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Before we get into any sports, though, it's always an off sports topic I like to discuss. Lori Harvey. <laughs> now, is anybody shocked? Like, that's the thing with me, right? Like, I remember when she started dating... My man, Damson Idris, right? I was like, all right, she got him, right? She got him. But now it's like, are we shocked? She's a man eater. We know what she does. We know what her role is, right? Claw, you had said it off, off, off pile. What, what was the, what was the, 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 
the sentence that you use, you said that there's a there's a tier. It's a process. It's a process, right? Like you gotta if you if you wanna be that next budding star, there's a level that you gotta hit first, right? So you gotta call Lori yeah, Harvey. You gotta hit these she gonna check you in. She's a milestone. Right. Exactly. She's a checkpoint. Checkpoint. She's a checkpoint. Right? So you hit the checkpoint. Now, now he about to go out the roof. That's that's the way it goes. Yeah, he about to get the he about to get the next yeah. whatever she is. But it's like, yo, would you all right? If you're a budding star that's going up, would you sign up to be to go to that checkpoint? Would they say, I right, you, you need to go check in with Lori Harvey? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I passed, bro. I, yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do I it. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I might I might go to uh whoever she is on the Latina route. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on, I want to be international. So yeah, the girl from uh, what's it called? From um, Adam's family? No, because oh, she's her. Right? I, I, yeah, yeah. She's she's definitely her. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of Wednesday. Dang, I'm trying to think of. Are you talking about the new Wednesday? The new Wednesday? Yeah, she's fired. She's it. She got yeah. it. She got my book. Yeah, I'm t- I'm thinking about the girl from um, was it Modern Family? Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 the one that was dating yeah, Al Bundy. Yeah, 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 yeah we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She bad. Heavy she accent. Oh, she bad. Oh yeah. yeah. She bad. Yeah. I thought that was Eva Mendes. <laughs> nah, nah. Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes ain't got nothing on her. Nah, nah. Eva Mendes ain't got nothing on her. Not Gloria Velez. One of them. Yeah. Gloria Velez ain't got nothing on her either. Or Selma Hayek. I'll take Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek is bad too. Selma Hayek about seventy years old. She's hundred Still take it down. Still take it down. No matter. No matter. You know, her and Dolly Parton. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Dolly's seven hundred years old. Yo, Dolly is still uh, fire. And, Don't care. But yo, at this point, nah, yo, what? Nah. Her, share, both of them. Share, nah. Cher, you need to stop. She got some young thing right now. No, stop. You she got some stop. young thing right now. Dolly, yo, dude, like twenty nine years old. Yo, Dolly <laughs> may be seventy, but those, but them tits is twenty four. Right. <laughs> I guess you got a point. <laughs> Respectfully. Yeah, it's a bar. That's, that's, it. what, that's, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, yo, damn and interest. Listen, don't be mad. I'm sure he's all right, man. But damn, he got money. He yeah, hard, like I, I think I, nobody's broken up about this because yeah. we all seen it coming. We all seen the, it coming. He'll go to the club, find a new girl. Right. He be all right. Right. That's what man. That's what man. That's what man. Say, man. You know, say be all right. But um, moving on. I feel bad, and I truly, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I truly mean this. I feel bad for Joe Smith. Yeah. I do. I feel bad for him. Because I'm sure you know the story, right? No, school me. Okay, so there was a video that came out that went viral. His wife, Joe Smith, you know, the former number one pick in the NBA, right? Apparently, his wife has a secret OnlyFans that she's had for quite some time. His real wife? His real wife. wife. Like, still married? Yes, still married. They live in the same house, all that stuff, like, everything, right? Because financial hardships had happened, 2020 happened, and, you know, the money wasn't really coming in like that as how how it used to, so she decided to create an OnlyFans. She's up, right? So she finds... My question to you is, there's two types of OnlyFans? Yes. You know, like we don't. I, I haven't <laughs> seen it. Listen, 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 I don't listen, know. All I know is she pre when they got together, she was an adult film star, right? 
So you oh, can't. Yeah, he, so, so he she knew what she was. So she, or, she already too. has like like fifty video, fifty uh, scenes under her belt. Right. No, already. but then you then you, you can't, can't feel bad for him. You can't be mad. Knew, you can't feel bad for him. Why not? Hold on. See, nah. this is why I'm going to defend him now. I'm turn, going to defend him. No, this man turned no, the home I'm, into a housewife. I'm going to defend it's him. It's not even that. You knew what she was before she she was in that industry before I understand. you get there. I understand. You can't but feel when bad. but when you date the woman and she says to you, "Look, honey, I understand." You know what my past was, right? But I want you to look at me as me. I don't want you to look at what happened in the past. Just leave it there, right? So we can be able to move forward and create a Impossible. new life, right? Okay. And he says, "Oh, let me get it off." He says, "Yo, that woman right there kept it real with me. Okay. She was doing wild stuff. Mm -hmm. She said, let 'Let's keep it in the past. I'm a wife it.'" Right? You can't blame a man for that because he no. believed it. No, right? No, that's no. why you can believe him. No. He, yeah. Love is real. Because he believed it. Love is yeah. real. Okay? Now, now, my question to you is this. Man. My question to you is this. Did she say she was going to do that in times of hard? Like when they hit rock bottom like now? The, uh, the or did she say when, yeah. when he was Joe Smith, that was the number one player and all this other stuff, making millions? Well, because when times is hard... People regress to they, who they, they are. They play to the back of their baseball card. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do, right? It's, it's who you are. Right, like, that's facts. But it's who you are. His reaction, his reaction is telling me that he didn't expect this, right? right? That he was told something different that, you know, he would have probably got a job somewhere and figured it out. My, she, he didn't know that she was going to do this. My thing he is know. this. My thing is this. If you marry an adult film star... Whether you're male or female, you marry an adult film star, you have to think in the back of your mind, she's doing adult, she or he is doing adult film star yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless of where you at, she's they're doing adult film stuff. Now, here's where here's where the story gets a little crazy for me, right? So, as I said, I felt bad for Joe Smith, but you guys didn't let me finish <laughs> until I saw her on an interview. She's ratchet supreme. I'm still like, <laughs> bro, like for him to not realize that this might have been a, a possibility, man was blind. Man was blind. Yo, so she was talking a while. Not, I'm like, come on, son. Like, this, you're just too open with this right now. She got a whole name difference. Like, it's bad, son. Bruh. It's bad. <laughs> While she was on live or recording the yeah. whole thing, like, you got to be a fool to stand there. You yeah, gotta was, be a he, fool to stand he there. Was dumbfounded, son. Dumbfounded. I'm walking out the room. I'm not gonna be on this in this film. I'm not but gonna according, be on this according video. to the reports, they don't. They, he's not living there right now. Well, I wouldn't want to live there either. Yeah, he's not living so right there. Right what? Now. I don't understand the problem. That's his wife. He should be filing for divorce. <laughs> then, are, then we going that far? And right now, wait, right. wait, wait. And right now is the perfect time to do it because he ain't got shit. All right. <laughs> before he, yo. Bars. Before, before he re up, right. yo, because he's about to re up because the world is gonna take the world is gonna Wait. take pity on him. Yeah, because she's up right now, and now and and now he has the upper hand. So exactly, he, he, be, he be, now he gonna get some bread. He can be able to get some of that OnlyFans. There you go. <laughs> yo, all right, let me ask a question then. Let, like, let me let me ask a question. I'm gonna go around the room before we move on. Start with Miss Allen. You said you already said it. Divorce is on the table. Oh, it hundred percent. We're done. It's done. Over. It's over. Silent it's over. assassin. <laughs> no. The silent assassin is down with it. 
She's down with it. Go get your OnlyFans, get your money. Right? All right, that's fine. Fang. I ain't no sucker for love, bro. I ain't no sucker. You you divorcing I'm it? I'm going, bro. Going. I would have never been married. But if yeah, you were. Yeah. But you were. I'm not married to a were. porn star, bro. If you were. I'm not marrying a porn star either. I'm not marrying a porn this, star. It's never happening. Super intern. He he's 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 iffy. He's iffy. He can get talked either way. He can get talked either way. Depend depending on what the what the figures look like, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like David, are you cleared ten this week? <laughs> might might stay. Yeah. Would she get fifteen million? <laughs> Listen, let me, th- let me think about this one. Listen, you see how much bad Bobby getting? That 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 little girl. Who? What bad? The, the, bad. Yeah. What's her name? Bad baby, yeah. Bad oh, baby. yo, she get like fifteen million dollars a month Who's on OnlyFans. That's a that's a girl from um the from, from uh Doctor Phil from Doctor Phil. Yeah. It was like yo, t- catch me outside, catch me outside, girl, yeah, catch yeah. me outside, girl. Oh, fifteen, she, was, she oh, cleared fifteen million a month. I thought she was all like drugged out or something. Nah, like nah. Those ain't drugs, bro. Those ain't drugs, brother. Yo, she got claw. What up? What do you think? At this point, bro. I already kissed her on the mouth. Right. <laughs> Damn. Son. That's it. That's he gonna stay. That's your bed, bro. You already kissed her on the mouth. That's it. You knew what you was doing, bro. When That's you- where I'm going. I'm staying there. We gonna figure it out, and I'm gonna. <laughs> you already. You just trying to get some of that money. <laughs> You ain't slick, me. You ain't slick. Hey, let me be. Let me be the cat wife. I'll be the cat wife on change, right? Yeah. Get the money. See, look, I'd be smart about it. I'd be like, listen, keep doing what you're doing, sis. Right. <laughs> Let this go on for a couple of months. Get accustomed to the lifestyle, then divorce her. And when I'm in court, I'm like, listen, I need alimony. I'm a, I'm used to this type of life. But you going you gonna get that regardless. <laughs> you gonna get that regardless. Yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, but it's what over. I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that you want to go the half route. It is cheaper, or or it, it works more in your favor to just chill. You get all of it. I ain't gonna be out here looking right? like a sucker, nah, bro. Nah. You get all of it. I ain't gonna be out here I'm looking sorry, like a no chunk. I can't do it. You get all of it. I can't do it. You say, yo, yo listen, like, like, yo, how much how much did we clear this this month? Oh yeah, we cleared about like seven. Yo, there's this there's this new Bentley coupe that I saw is really nice. You you think, yeah, it, it's a tax right on, baby. That's it. <laughs> get anything I want. Good. Get the G Wagon, sis. Get the G Wagon. Yo, there's a G five that I I, I looked at, you know, yeah. when I talked to him. Listen, you know. Women have done it for years. Yes, but I'm sorry. As, a, as you can't, you can't, can't you can't, can't get can't yourself do to do it. I respect that. I, I respect that. Yo, just imagine like you chilling at the at Miller's or somewhere with your boys, and somebody got their phone out <laughs> watching on, and somebody got their phone out watching your wife get you. That pipe, that's that's the wild part, down. bro. Like I'm like yo, that's and you can't do nothing part. about it. Like they yo, got that already. They had that when she was your wife, right? That's why I would never marry her. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you, but you like, already, I can't, I can't even. You already had You already kissed her on the mouth, right. And said, "I do." Like right. that's like the dude, the football player that was dating the other porn star, open and honestly. Like I'm oh, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. But, no, you know what? but now it's cougar porn. Now, now we're gonna. It's cool for some. Yeah. Now like, we're not, gonna not. we're gonna move on real quick and talk about the other one before we head into sports. Adam Twenty Two has lost his mind. <laughs> lost his mind. But yo, the marketing behind it, fire. What did he do now? He They got a reality show coming out about who the next person to 
to pipe his wife. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. Yo. Bro. Yo, he's about to make billions Bro. off this. When listen. He, when listen. the demo report came out, he got whiff of the demo report and said, oh, yep. oh these people like this type of yep. thing? Yep. Oh. Yep. He's seen exactly who's downloading this. Well, he's like, what? okay, let's I look at it. it like this. I'm like, giving the back. Like, I respect like, it. I guess everyone's you know different in like the type of lifestyle they want to live, and I respect everyone's lifestyle. <clears throat> But at some point, like, granted, you can have all the money in the world. Yes. Still don't make you, like, you can still be lame. Yes. You Respect know what I'm saying? has to come into something. Right. So, like, at some point, you have to have some type of morals. Like, you can have all the money. Like, how much is is enough? You know what I'm saying? At one point, is enough to where now you just, you out here just being mad crazy. You're looking crazy out here, bro. But here's the thing. We think that he looks crazy, but their relationship is this. Yeah, well, it's I was going to say, it's, it's been this. Yeah, I was going to say, like, their relationship is a little different. Like, yeah. Adam 22 and his wife, they do adult film star. Like, she star. was an adult film star and before. He was, right. Okay. And he was, like, was kind of pseudo into and, it. You know what I'm saying? And he has videos out there with yeah. him, her, and other women and stuff right. like that. So she, he, let her have her fun. So right. now it's like, yo, in that know. lifestyle, you it's not the same as Joe Smith. Like, right. You've so, already um, incorporated that. Facts. You got to run with it. Yeah. Now they're just making the, the most you of know, it. Exactly. Like, you know what? I can understand. Like, they cashing I, out. Like, I could be okay with like, all right, granted, like, who's to say what female, what, you know, your significant other or females could have done before you. I understand that. That's one thing. But, come on, bro. Like, I can't have some other dude dicking down my joint, bro. But what if that's how you met her? That's crazy, but, bro. But like you met her like that because at that point that ain't mine. But you met her like that's that. That's everybody's. That ain't yeah. mine. But but like in 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 their defense, that's their lifestyle. Right? Because he be he be doing that with other women. Yeah. With her, they met each other like that. Like that's they swingers. Back. And yeah, I guess that's Hollywood, bro. Word. Yeah. They're in Hollywood doing that type Heavy. of stuff. Heavy. I want no parts that of Hollywood, is, bro. That's nah. culture out there for them. No, I like, want no parts of it. They yep. just yeah. and they just but respectfully and I look at the business model and the construct and the visionary behind it it's like Yo, there's a model for that, mm-hmm. bro. Like, yeah. people pay extra for that, bro. Listen, he tapped into the demo and he's about to cash out. Yeah. Respect to him. Yo, I yeah. listen. I don't. I am not a fan of Adam Twenty Two. I don't watch his pods because I think he's a he's a he's a he's a culture vulture a bit. But this right here, in regards to the marketing, it's respect. Yeah, it's the best business I've yeah, heard. Respect. Like, like I'm sorry, he's. You know how much listen, that whole that whole scene between the the the, the Mandingo chick, uh, the Mandingo dude and his and his wife, you know how much money that made Adam 22 and his wife? They said how much a, made everybody. Yo, that was one of the most downloaded they said it had or over bought billion, scenes in the history. They said it had over a billion yeah. views in a day. Bro, wow. Do you know how like a That's billion and a, a billion views in a day is? Bro. That junk is crazy. So I respect yeah. it. I was, people will call him a clown. Yeah, hey, cool. He, he's a clown and <laughs> making bank. Go ahead, call him a clown. Well, I, mean, I get it. The bank. That's a, like, uh. If that's you, listen. If that's your goal, he's achieved his goal, right? Nothing else matters. I guess. I mean, you got a point. Nothing else matters. Like I said before, it's a different circumstance. Like I could understand it because it's that's their lifestyle. Right. Like, they, their their lifestyle is built based on that. Facts. If it was 
not your lifestyle and it was some indecent proposal stuff like it'd be, yo, it'd be a little stuff like yeah. yo yeah me and my shorty and yeah. like you coming over like yo i'm gonna offer you 10 million dollars to pipe down your shorty um, right like nah we we not yeah. doing that no, i agree yeah. with that agree but with now that. it's like that's their lifestyle that's right. like who they are they make adult film star movies so right. like i agree i agree nah go ahead have have a what's it called yeah hip-hop have, do whatever you want <laughs> As long as you bring the money. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Real quick, Thursday night football. Bears beat the Panthers. Who cares, right? 16-13. Both of these teams are just, just bad. But I ain't gonna lie to you. That that new quarterback, what's his yeah. name? Backup dude, what's his name? Bijan? That, that boy, that boy, all right, man. Yo, they gave him the post like he won the Super Bowl, bro. That post interview. <laughs> my son, yo, son had his hat back. His pops is an arm wrestler. They showing videos of his pops looking like over the top. Yo. So <laughs> yo. boy is talking the most slangy. I'm like, yo, is he mixed? Like, he's talking just super wavy. Like, yo, I'm out here. This is my opportunity. Thanks for the coach and all that. Da, da, da. And then really and truly in the same breath, they're saying, so what they need to do is trade Justin Fields to go get the number one pick for next year. <laughs> <laughs> yo, they set him up for failure, bro. Yeah, your opportunity yeah. lasted a yo, whole five minutes. You won the toilet bowl. Like, you, the Thursday night football toilet bowl, you were the MVP of, bro. And yo, no one's going to care listen, after Listen, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I think, I don't think that this kid is super talented. But there's something about him that this team is responding to, Great. right? They're responding to his moxie because they are playing better football with him behind center. So it's like they gotta be something there. They well, gotta be something there. He probably relates to them. You yeah. just said like he the way he talking, right. talking wavy and stuff like right. that. He was his his energy is probably like something where those yeah. other players in that locker room right. re Yo, re relate to him where arm sleeve, like yeah. tatted up, all that yeah. the college jersey, roll it up. He's he got that dog in the pose. Yeah. Like probably probably yeah. half and half. Gotta be a mutt. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, probably then, have have. then he probably has all that that moxie with him and they don't feel feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it gotta be something. But we gonna we gonna watch it closely because we seen RG three and Kirk Cousins in Washington, right? We seen how the team gravitated towards Kirk Cousins because he was he was good. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, yeah, RG three might be the higher pick, but this dude over here. My man, hey, all right. My man Levis, bro. Yeah. Will Levis is Will Levis, all right. Yo, so bad. Brock Purdy. Look at Brock Purdy last year. Right, Brock Purdy last year, right? Out of nowhere, too. How do y'all feel about um Bryce Young? Has he impressed you? I'm not mad at him. I mean, he's a rookie. He's yeah. playing like I thought he'd play a little bit better, but he's a rookie. He gotta put on some weight. Without a doubt. He's he gotta put small. on some weight. He's very, very small. I'm not mad at him though. I feel like you know what it is? Everything's going to Thielen. I think he needs another option and a run, like something bail him out. They need to get him an offensive line. He don't have a bailout right now. He ain't up, like the run game is Traga over there. They need yeah. to do something, definitely build up the line and give him, like, they got the kid, uh, was it Mingo? Yeah. He's a rookie too. Still feeling out their way. Give him, like, a vet, vet tight end, something like that. Give him something to get an easy completion to outside of Thielen. And you'll see some differences, but I think year listen year two with the you know that that's gonna be the make it or break it for for Bryce Young. But I, I you know there's a couple of things that he needs to work on. Obviously, he needs to get bigger in the gym. Uh, he needs to be able to see the defenses a little better. They need to help him out with more weapons. 
but you know he's on a rookie deal. I'm sure they'll they'll be able to do that. But um, I, I'm impressed with that kid, man. On on Chicago, I am. There's just something about him, man. Like he nah, just he, he got it. yeah he got a little Fitzpatrick in him. Yeah, a little Fitzpatrick. Come hold you, my man. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Real yes, quick, though, I feel like too, even with um, the Panthers. Yes. J.C. Horn hurt. You know what I'm yeah, they had a lot of injuries this year. So it's like you're not operating at full steam. You know what also, I'm too, there was no expectations for this year. Exactly. Either. Yeah. They're playing. They're playing into what they need to play into. Right. However, Chicago winning that game didn't have to happen. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they have. They right now as of now they had the number two pick. They got two picks. They got two picks in, in the, the top, top four. Top four. Exactly. So that game wasn't. The game to win. Yeah, but that 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 boy, he's like, I don't care about that. Yeah. Them the picks. Right, I, I'm out here to win. Is, yo, that's, this was his, uh, what's the name night? This was his, what's that shit they call for quarterbacks? This is audition. This is audition night. Yeah. yeah. That was it. And he's on the radar. I'll take every, him on the, every team like the Jets. I'll take him on the Cowboys. I need a quarterback. Yo, I'll take him on the Cowboys. What about your boy? About my boy. We ain't get there yet. Right. You gotta relax. The, the, don't jump the gun, bro. Take it easy. Yeah, don't jump the gun. He was over here wilding last week, talking about, hey, where's the this? Relax, okay? I just relax. Back off. Right. Moving right. on. George Pickens has a gripe with his head coach, and I agree with him. I do. George Pickens, physically, right? When you talk about the metrics of a wide receiver, he's up there with. Justin Jefferson, he's up there with Tyreek Hill. The guy's catch radius is is amazing. His route running is amazing. His ability to get the football at the highest point, amazing. The problem is that they have a quarterback that can't get him the football. And his frustration level is starting to rise where he posted, free me. <laughs> right? And... At some point, as a head coach, Matt Canada, who's the offensive coordinator, was one of the worst coordinators in football. They need to figure out how to get this guy situated in the offense. He's one of the most dynamic wide receivers in football, and you can't get him to football. That does not make sense, right? We've seen worse quarterbacks than, than uh, what's his name? Kelly, Kenny, what? Kenny Pickett? Pickett. Yeah, Kenny Pickett, right? The worst quarterbacks than him get, get the football to guys, right? We've seen D-Hop one year Rudolph. have like four quarterbacks that were terrible in Houston and were still out there wilding. So it's about the, the, the structure. It's about what offensive schemes, and they got to let this kid cook and, 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 and get acclimated, man, because he's, he's super talented. But the thing is, like we talked about last week with Pittsburgh, they – they just tend to not get it right offensively. They just don't know what to do offensively. Defense, they got it down. Offensively, they have no fucking clue what they're doing. I'll, I'll tell you what they need to do. They need to fire the offensive coordinator. Matt Cannon, they got to go. He's yeah. terrible. Yeah, he got to go. And they need to hire the dude that just that just left the Rams. I mean, the, the Raiders. McDaniel? No, as an offensive coordinator, get him out of here. As an offensive coordinator, I'm not talking about as a head coach. We talking about as an offensive coordinator. As an offensive coordinator, he's actually very good. 
He yeah, he was good when he had Brady. Right. He was good after Brady that, with, with 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 Matt Ron with uh what's it called? The kid. Mac Jones? With Jones. Nah. Uh, he was good with Jones. Brady I, saved him. I ain't gonna lie to you, Nova. I I I've been rocking with you for like the last two I can't rock with you here. I can't. I can't rock with you. you just cut me off. I'm, now. I'm on the bus. I'm on the bus that nothing. We still the Cowboys fans though. Right, right, we got that. We got that. We got that. We 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 definitely but we still Cowboys fans. I don't I don't disagree entirely. They do need somebody that knows what they're doing. Right. Yes. I think I think McDaniels understands how to be a coordinator. He gets it. Head coach he don't get. At all. But coordinator he gets. So yes, they need to find somebody like that, but also a young offensive mind that can be able to take Kenny Pickett and make him into the quarterback that they need him to be. Because if you don't have a good coordinator or an offensive guy, he's just going to be wasting in the weeds. And that's what they have constantly in Pittsburgh. Yep. So, you King, know. Kingsbury, bro. Yeah, King, exactly. Go get Cliff Kingsbury. That would make sense. Get anybody. And get anybody except Matt Canada. <laughs> After the break, Jets watch! He has changed the game whether you like it or not, he's changed it. He's impacted the game in some fashion or form. I, I'm going to find a ball missing for you to go to. <laughs> you go, you going to turn that motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah, all the gals watching. <laughs> Crack him if, if you got him. <laughs> all the gals watching. Minus, minus six. And I would like to formally welcome you to. Welcome. And welcome. And welcome. The grid. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. Welcome to the grid. And welcome, welcome to the, the grid. grid. Welcome to the grid. Jets watch. Go. What is the latest with your beloved <laughs> think it is. New York Jets? What do you think it is, bro? I don't know what it is. What do you think All it is? I want to say is this. What do you want to say? Get your shit off. Go. All I want to say is this. You, fucking, I know you, know, what you know what's crazy about this, Navarro? We have this conversation every week about the Jets. And he comes here and he likes to try to rationalize how bad they are, how good they are. But the one thing that I hate... That he does is try to make us believe that Zach Wilson is good. I never said he, he good. is rubbish. <laughs> he He's been rubbish from the day he stepped foot in that facility, and you've seen it firsthand. So I'd like to hear it now. Go ahead. This is your segment. The floor I'm is not going to step on it. The floor is yours. Go ahead. You sure? You're not. No. no? Okay. You you pass it to me. I'm passing it back to you. Let me tell you something. Even if we had Aaron Rodgers, here we go. Here we go. We'd be in the same position. Nope. You know why? Because the offensive line is fucking trash. Yes, the offensive line is trash. The but guess what? Aaron Rodgers would know how to throw the football right. to somebody that looks like them. Back off, Armando. Let me finish my shit. <laughs> <laughs> the offensive line is what got Aaron Rodgers hurt. Mm. Are we not talking? Is nobody talking about the shit that? After two plays, he was down because was, they got him. They weren't it, supposed to get him. It was just fate. It was no fate. It was supposed to be a wall. Certain teams have a wall around them. Pat Mahomes, with, with the weird-ass fucking run he has, has time back there 
to make a sandwich, bro. Okay, so let me ask you a question. So what I'm hearing now is that you are making an excuse for a quarterback that has no pa- pocket IQ. You got to let me finish my shit. I, I'm, I'm you waiting. You got to do it, though. You got to do it. So, you, so you're making an excuse? No, what I think it is is you're fucking airing is messing up with the radio waves that's going around you know the room. And hold I think on, you need to relax. Hey, I'm tired of everybody. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, right. he's at the game. He doesn't have crutches. He's walking on his own. Uh, oh, he's ready not to yet. come. That's not like hate. 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 He's ready it's to hate. come back. And then he comes out. Nah, I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, but ha- do you, have you seen him throw the football? Yeah, he's, It's Aaron Rodgers. Come on, he son. Can, of course he's going to throw the, the, the ball. That, that's not human. No. He hurt his fucking leg, not his arm. We talking about an Achilles, Bram. You still got push off. On the man's not even limping. No, and you know what it is. You're well, some, he got, got the surgery Adidas, done immediately. I got those Adidas too. They're comfortable. Fire. They fire. Yeah. They good money. I ain't gonna hold you. Well, how the, about the, well, how about you go throw the ball for the Jets? Because apparently they need somebody. Don't escape what I just asked you. Ain't right. No escaping. You're dodging it. I'm I'm parked up. You're dodging it. I'm parked up. Uh, put it in drive. Emergency break. What's up, Zach Wilson? He doesn't make the situation better. He doesn't make it better. Beating around the bush. I, this is what I'm talking about. I got to get up again. Yeah, I did a for last week. I got to do it for you. Take a walk. Pick out excuses. your wedgie too, bro. What's up with the excuses? There's no excuses. He doesn't make the it man, better. The man looked bad against the Giants, and now he looked bad again, and you're still making excuses for him. Because he won the game versus the Giants. It don't matter. This game right here. It don't here, matter. Look. He looked bad against the Giants. Right. Yeah, he looked Against bad. a quarterback that didn't even throw the football. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even throw it. And they won. And they won. If the Jets would have won this game, two-hand twist from everybody. No. Yes, it would have been. It's Stop about it. performance. It's going to be the same the end performance. Day, who won the game against the Giants? It was that Jets defense that mm-hmm. won that football game. Jack Wilson did nothing. No. Nothing to win that football game. What the fuck are you talking? Did you watch the same game? He threw a couple good passes. He threw the passes he needed to throw. He managed the clock the way he needed to manage the clock, and they won the game. What are you saying? And he got the respect off that. The defense. The defense was causing the reason why they almost lost the game. They gave up 13 points. The defense is the reason why they almost lost the game. Anytime a defense gives up 13 points, you should win a game by more than three. Yo, listen, my man. That's all I'm saying. Yo, clean your glasses. All right, you're not seeing what I'm seeing. Thank you. Am not I seeing am, what the world saw? I'm with you, man. Thank you. I'm with you, That's man. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Jerry, you can come out. Where are you at? Because you're paying these guys off. That's all I'm shit. saying. Listen, <laughs> you, you, I, at the end of the day, I get that you're a Jets fan, but the cool. excuse train that you are using for this man is unacceptable. We are not on the Metro North. We're not on the Metro Jersey. We're not on that right now. What we are on are the fact that he is not making the situation better. The offensive line is Draga, bro. That's it. But but his, his receivers are not catching the fucking ball. Now now I got my hand up like class, right? Did we hear any conversation? And you weren't here last week. But did we hear any conversation about the offensive line when no, they we beat did the Giants? Not. Did we hear the offensive line conversation? When they just got that close to beating the Chiefs. It's always when they lose, we talk about the offensive line. So keep that same energy (laughs) when they win because the (laughs) offensive line looks like dog shit regardless. I'm going to say it this week. You see what I'm saying? They're going to beat the Raiders. We got them. They're going to beat the Raiders. Then what? We're going to beat the Raiders. Then what? Then talk about the offensive line. I'm going to talk about the offensive line anyway. No, you're not. The offensive line got hurt. Even worse, 
in the Giants game. We went down to the third string center. Yes. These things happen, correct? You, talk, you talked about it this week. You didn't talk about it last week. I talked about it last week. No, you didn't. What are you no, talking you about? I mentioned it. No, you didn't. Well, and I got a bone to pick with you because <laughs> when I'm talking about the Zach Wilson shit last week, you put the Zach Wilson shit from this week. <laughs> I'm going to get beat up by the Monday. You fucked me over. Yo, that yeah. was great. I'm on to you. That was great. I know what you did, but I know why you that did it. That was a great clip. Don't think I'm not on your ass. I'm on you, bro. <laughs> oh, man. It's up she, on you. She lied, Claw. That was great. <laughs> fucking dirty work. I saw it. I was I like, I'm that. genius. I said, that's wait. Y'all said, the editing department's fucking you. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to get a piece of it. You're going to get this work. You're going to get this work. All right, so, 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 how do we, how do we think about this week? Do we think that this the Jets is have a bounce a, back? This week is a bounce back. Do, I, I, listen, I like the way Antonio Pierce and those Raiders look. God bless them. That's they, they look inspired God now. So, them. but I feel like we're going, we're going to clean it up. Give me a score. Close one, 17-14. 17-14, Jets. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close one. What, do you, what are your thoughts about the Jets? They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, thanks for coming out. No, no, no. Your chauffeur yeah. service is outside. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think Zach... I mean, Zach is not a great quarterback. Right. I don't really think he's, like, the issue right now. Mm-hmm. He's playing good enough for them to win, which is all that they're asking him to do, is play good enough for them to win. Now, they are relying on their defense heavily to win these games, but I don't think they're going to beat the Ravens, I mean the Raiders this week. Yeah. So that's going to be another bad one for them. I, I, I side with all of you. I do. I, I think Claw rebounded pretty well he did i i applaud you i do fuck you man i'm giving you your credit (laughs) i don't want all right that's fine and man navarro said some great points too but here's the biggest problem that the jets have when a front office makes a decision and their whole like their career or their job security rest on that decision. No matter what happens, they are going to stick with that even though they know it's wrong to do. This is what we're seeing that's going on in regards to the Jets. Joe Douglas knows that Zach Wilson is rubbish. He knows it. That's his guy. Oh, without question. They got rid of Sam Darnold for that. Didn't they pick him like second yes. overall? Yes, second like, overall. By and, mind you, there was many other quarterbacks they could have picked. They picked him because he was able to throw a seventy-yard pass, like a like flicked it right. That's Justin that's why Fields, they were amazed. Over Trey Lance, over yeah, I mean, not guys that are not winning. Over Will Levi, yeah. Trey Lance was like, nah. Uh, the Le- Levis Trey wasn't Lance in was that. Number one. Oh, no, Trey Lance was number Trey Lance. One. Trey Lance went third. Trey Lance went third that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trey Lance went right after Zach pick? Wilson. Who was the first pick that year? Was uh was um Trev, uh Jack Horseman. Trev, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, well. Yeah, so Bojack so you Jack <laughs> 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 So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so 
What I'm saying is that Joe Douglas, they are attached to this draft pick, which means that it doesn't matter how bad Zach looks. It doesn't matter how good he looks. They are going to ride with this no matter what because they never want to look like they made a mistake. If they go away from Zach the second time, it doesn't fall on Zach Wilson. It doesn't fall on Zach Wilson to be a failure or a bust. It falls on the front office to be failures and busts. They not going to do it. We heard what Robert Sala said this week. Yo, I can't call it. You got me here. I don't, I don't know if, if, if he's the starter. That's literally what he said. So if that's the case, if your head coach is saying that, where do you think the information is coming from why he needs to continue to be put out there every week? Oh, well, it's up and manager. Joe Flacco right now would be a better quarterback than Zach Wilson in this offense. But, and that was what's the name's guy. Right. Joe Douglas's guy. Right. So the last organization. The last organization. So that's what I'm saying. If they know that this is it, if he does not work, they might be out of here. That's the only reason why Zach Wilson is still starting. Because he hasn't warranted any reason to start. He's bad. So we'll see what happens. But I think, I think you call it right. I think it's going to be a close game with the Raiders. But I think the Raiders pull it up. I do. Well, I think so. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Moving on. Moving on. Michael Thomas just can't get right, can he? <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. Michael Thomas. What did he do? Hit somebody? <laughs> He's somebody with a brick. What? Brick had an altercation. He's currently in police. We're on a Friday, of course. But this is currently in custody, right? Yeah, police custody right now. That's crazy. What was the what's the situation? Situation was a road rage situation. I don't know. They said an altercation with someone, and the mention of a brick was mentioned. Yo, it gotta be up when you if you pick up a brick to want to hit somebody. Find a loose brick at that. The loose brick. Yo, he went Craig from Friday on him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Was he fighting Debo? Was he getting his ass (laughs) Right. What's up, old man? He wants on me. (laughs) Nope. Nope. (laughs) Yo, did he take red shit? Yo. Yo. Put the gun down, Craig. Put the gun down. Dude, like, they must have took one of Silent Assassin's bricks. (laughs) Oh, no. Yo, but to take up a brick to want to harm somebody, yo, that's real. That you want to hurt somebody with a brick, bro. That there's no conversations happening. What what, you know what I'm saying? What they said in Home Alone too. Suck brick kid. (laughs) (laughs) Suck brick kid. And they threw that shit off the roof. They wanted to kill that little motherfucker, bro. They hated Macaulay Culkin. Yo, yo, think about that movie, bro. Yo, think you put about, them in jail, son. Think about that movie, though, son. These grown-ass men would try to kill his kids. <laughs> Yo, that shit started in Chicago. <laughs> We're all the way to New York. We're all the way to New York. Yo. And they wanted to kill him, bro. Yo, the second they, movie was a hit. Son, they got out of jail, and they said, yo, we have to get him. <laughs> That's it. We it ain't over. here, bro. We yeah. have to get him, son. Fuck him. Yo. <laughs> They go ahead, they try to put a hit on, on an eight-year-old. Was yo, born. yo, that's real, and son. That, and that pigeon lady saved yeah. their life, bro. <laughs> but nah, little motherfucker was resourced up, though. Yo. Yeah, well, I got to New York, too. Pull yo, up. had the buckets <laughs> and all that, son, holding the floor. Yo, he, yo, he was wild, son. That New York house bro. nasty. <laughs> yo. He's a terrorist. Yo, son. <laughs> when you think about the booby traps, 
in that house, son. Right. Yo, he was coming for blood, bro, Yo, with the with was... the hole in the floor, son. Yo, when Ma fell through that, I was done. I was done. <laughs> the shit he was connecting electricity to <laughs> as an eight-year-old. He's different, bro. Yo, he needed counseling. Yo, son. Diabolical, son. Diabolical, Yo. son. I ain't gonna lie to you, He's bro. A threat. Yo, as a kid, I always sided with Marv. <laughs> Yo, nah, like, my shit was. Get him out of here. My shit was. It's the sound of a toothbrush <laughs> falling down. Falling the down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. The Yo. only thing I always remember from, from oh, that movie man. was every time he ordered pizza. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the famous part. Yo, he was a change. Yo, he was a scammer. Yeah, yo, yo, bro. Real, yes. He was a scammer. Yo, he was Kevin McAllister right. was a horrible child, son. Yo. I just want to put that out there. He was a horrible child, yo, and they bastard. left him on no, purpose. I, I'm honest with you. It, they left him on purpose. They went to Paris. They left yeah, him. it's because he dealt with a lot of trauma from Buzz. Come on, son. Buzz was Buzz was a chump. Nah, they fucked him up, bro. Yo, they they did yo, him dirty. Oh, you said you so you have a sympathy for Kevin McAllister? No, I don't know what he was. The he was the forgotten of, child. He was. You know what? Yeah, he was. This is shit I want to do to y'all. Yeah. I'm gonna do it to these crooks. <laughs> I mean, Didn't they have like seven kids or something? Yo, like that? they had bad kids, bro. They had like twenty kids. Who the fuck against thing? the baby? Yo, he was the youngest. Yeah, but yeah. but here's the funniest part about this conversation. How do we get here? <laughs> Come on, bro. No, 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 no. But no, the thing is, like, I don't remember. Bro, Michael Thomas, like, he threw the. We talking about Michael Thomas throwing the brick. Yeah. <laughs> but he threw the brick at a truck. Yo, he threw it at the truck or at the person. Oh, so that's that's truck. what Michael Thomas did. He threw a brick at the truck. All right, at the truck is a little different. But they said, like, I guess they're saying, like, two weeks prior to this happening, he was like threatening them. Like, I guess it was a the same company. Yeah, he was threatening. Them. Okay. And then I guess he threw it at the truck. I got his money back. But to to get arrested for throwing a brick at the truck, though. Right. What were they doing? Did they like what kind of what kind of business was it? That's know. what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you're a pretty pretty <laughs> shitty contractor. <just, laughs> if you have a loose brick line around, yeah, yeah, you, you didn't do something right. You know what I mean, yeah. it, it, probably cement. didn't install his sheetrock. Probably <laughs> the cement didn't dry. Yeah, that was something. it. Something went crazy. You motherfucker. <laughs> Oh my okay. goodness! Higher security, bro. And Drew, Bre- and Drew Brees told right. yo. Drew Brees told him how to throw some. Don't shit. do it. Yeah. Don't don't do the dirty work, don't man. Don't do it yourself. Don't do the man. dirty work, man. Higher some security. Don't Let do the dirty. <laughs> Just chill. Moving on. Josh Dobbs said he was blindsided by the Cardinals for getting traded. Now, I think people need to realize about how business works, right? Business is that somebody can be able to tell you whatever they want to tell you. But the truth is, if it's not in a contract, if it's not written down, anything can be able to happen. This is sports, right? They can say, oh, yeah, everything's fine. You ain't going to get traded. And they get another phone call and say, yo, listen, I'm, you know, we give you a fourth round pick. Yeah, it's old. There is no loyalty in sports. There is none. It's business. Right, so for a guy like Josh Dobbs, and I understand that his journey to the NFL was a little different, undrafted, out of out of Tennessee. I get that, right? So you thinking that this team gave me a chance? You know, they told me that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go anywhere. You can believe that because nobody really believed in you. So the one person that did believe in you and give you a chance, you're gonna put all your trust into that person. But at the end of the day, it's a fucking business. Like somebody wanted you, you got traded. You, you played well. You had a hell of a game with, with the Vikings, you know, led that charge and won that game. But it's a business. Like, every time I hear an athlete, you know, get mad about a trade or they comment about a trade or it's just like, oh, you know, I, 
I I wasn't notified about a trade. I found out on 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 uh Sports Center on the bl- So what? Seriously, let's let's be honest, right? If I lose my job today, or somebody say, hey, listen, you know, job closes down, I have concerns because there's certain things that I have to put into place and now make it work, right? If I'm a couple of M's up, is it really that much of a issue as to where I'm going because my M's don't change? That's pretty much where I was thinking. Like, That's all I'm saying. Like I, I don't, I don't want to sound like that guy, but, but it's like, is it really that much of a difference? I mean, not really. But he had to know too. It's like, it's not your team. But no team is your team. Like but, I mean, like, but even like Kyler's coming back. Like they've been talking right. about this shit for weeks. Yeah, exactly. Where the fuck did you think you were gonna go? Right. You're not going to be the guy, bro. Like. You're not outplaying Kyler right now. Right. For real. Even and, if he has no weapons. And then on top of that, it's not like he got cut. You got traded. You got traded. To a like, better situation. You're still playing. To a better situation. Yes. So it's like, I, but like I said, I don't think he was complaining, but it's just like, I always think about athletes when they make comments about certain things, about transactions or trades. It's like, yo, that's the game. Deal with it. Move on. You still got your bread. Be happy. Like I get it, some teams are worse than others, but listen, you you, you got your M's, you are. The only the only thing I would say is if I got traded to a state, like if I was in Florida or Texas where there's no state tax, and then you go to New York, and then they trade me to New York, <laughs> or, oh yeah, or right, California, slice, yo, yo, slice up that damn that's my yo, money. I might be slashing somebody's yeah, tires. Yeah, 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 I'll be mad. I'll be mad. I would. I would. Facts. I might have to pick up that brick, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, give me that break, Craig. Oh, man. <laughs> Throw that right, right, right through the GM's door. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, you just cost me about nine percent. Word, right now. word. The whole thing. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. Kyler Murray is back. Perfect segue. Thank you guys very much. Um, they are not ruling out his future in Arizona. So, you know, obviously we know how bad they are. Obviously they're in runnings for one of the top quarterbacks in this coming draft, right? But they're not ruling out Kyler Murray being their future QB1. Now, here's where I know that they're lying. I know they're lying. This is something that they have to say. He's returning from injury. Do you honestly believe that they're going to put out a press release saying that there's they're not sure if the guy that they paid big money to is not going to be in their immediate plans? We have to read between the lines, people. Right? Kyler Murray is going to be their quarterback until they can be able to pick the next quarterback. That's the truth. There's going to be probably not a new coach, but this coach is going to be able to pick his quarterback, right? Shane Steichen is going to be able to pick his quarterback. Or is it the other guy? No, it's not Shane Steichen. It's the, um, the defensive coordinator. But Kyler Murray needs to realize that he's on audition now. He's not playing for the Cardinals. He's playing for some other teams. And he needs to find a way to be mature. Now, 
I want to send a shot or shout out to one of my grid employees or members. Shouts to Parnell. He runs Commander's Demand. He had a podcast. It wasn't on his Commander's Demand show, I don't believe, or maybe it was, where he was talking about Kyla Murray, saying that how there's some comparisons between him and Michael Vick in regards to immaturity, right? That he just doesn't get it. And at some point, he needs to understand what's what's in front of him. Kyler Murray responded to Parnell on Commander's Demand. And... Did he really? Yeah. He said that you shouldn't believe all the stuff that you hear and blah, blah. That right there is the problem. Yeah. Right? This is a guy that is making millions of dollars and you have the time to be able to send pod shots at somebody who's literally having an opinion. Now, it's not it wasn't even a critical opinion. It was just more of an assessment of what he's seeing, right? Fair. Based on what you hear, what you see, all the tea leaves, there's nothing wrong with that. That's the problem with Kyler Murray too thin-skinned you can't be a thin-skinned quarterback in this league because when you play well the team gets the credit when you play poorly you get the blame that's the job of a quarterback you're always going to be under scrutiny without question without question and that's his issue is that he doesn't seem to realize that his behavior his attitude or his demeanor is going to get him out of town. Well, he's very immature. Yeah. Like, everything about him, playing video, like, the, I mean, I don't know too much. I the reports. Re- the reports. Yeah. Playing video games more than you're studying your playbook. Right. Where it's in your contract. And why would you sign that contract? Right. Number one. And then number two, like, the other thing where he removed everything from the car oh, that, that's the, on, on social media. Like that's the new gen thing. Like like yeah. how do you like I don't understand how you're that thin skinned. Like that soft. Yeah. I would say. Like yeah. I don't understand. It's it's this new generation, man. It's the it's the fact that they've been told their entire lives that listen, you're great. You do things wonderful. You're the you're a superstar. People like you. <laughs> and then the first bit of adversity that you face can't handle it that's why what you do with these kids are super important because adversity they need it all the time they need to know how to be able to handle it so when they get to the next level or they get to any type of situation in their life they can be able to process and move forward exactly you understand what i'm saying he doesn't have that skill right now hopefully he can get it but right now he doesn't have it after the break my irrelevant news of the week. Now it's time for my irrelevant news of the week. You gotta be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch the I mean yeah, they stink. Every week I find some interesting topics to discuss. First one. Not only do mosquitoes bite you and suck your blood. They also urinate on you before flight. <laughs> what? Come on. Bro. Did you know this? That's why they die. Yo, that die, is bro. foul. So think about every time you catch a mosquito bite. 
They peeing on you, bro. Bro, think about the size of a mosquito's bladder. Come on. It don't matter. It's going in your pores. That's why it itches. I was going to say, that's the reason why it itches. Yeah. Is it because they piss on you? You ever got pissed? You ever got pissed on? <laughs> no. Huh? Nah. Maybe you, by, you, maybe, you, wait, maybe by a mosquito. Because you're very calm about getting <laughs> peed on right now. I, I, sir, do not want to get peed on by anything. Yeah, or, but I didn't even know I was getting peed on. So or peed in. Right. Peed, peed in. in. Hey, yo. It's a bar. Hey, yo. Is it a bar, though? No. It makes sense. No, yeah, it makes sense, but it don't It's disgusting. Like, it's nasty work. It's crazy, bro. They call that wet work. Ah. They call that some other shit. <laughs> yo, dude, like, I didn't realize that mosquitoes were that, like, like you know, nasty. Fuck, a nasty bastard. Yeah, bro. bro. And their their job is to just do filth. Yeah, to people. It's right. Let's spread West Nile. And <laughs> hey, what do you think West Nile is? Dirty pee. Facts. You gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax. Okay. I was in a, I was in a dirty situation today. Explain. I had to work in a. I don't want to say the word. I'm gonna call it a SA a SAP, a service access point, mm-hmm. where it was close to like a sewer hole, and sewage was leaking into the area where I had to work. And I still had to work in that area. Were there mosquitoes out there? Yeah, there were. Sounds like sex after uh, White Castle. And uh, <laughs> oh man, that's disgusting. Oh. It sounds like that. Like it was bad. I came home. I had like I used the Navage. I had like flush out my sinuses just to make like I had to inhale that. I just felt disgusting. It was bad news bears. I don't feel sorry for you. I'm not here to for your sympathy. To be honest with you. So whether you feel sorry or not, I could give two shits. <laughs> you see, you always gotta choose violence. I just said I didn't feel sorry for you because you 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 handled these things very well. You're a guy that that goes into certain places and fixes it. You're a problem solver. Yeah. All right? You're Mr. Dirty Jobs. Yeah. That's your name. You know what? That sounds bad. It's really bad. That sounds very bad, bro. terrible. Dirty Deeds. (laughs) (laughs) That's his new name. Nah, Fang Dirty Deeds. Nah, man. Bro, your name could be Freaky Jobs. Right. Freaky jobs. That ain't bad. That's I fire. can live with that, bro. I'm freaky jobs. That's fire. I like that. Freaky jobs. Sounds horrible. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Former Seahawks star Earl Thomas has identity stolen by ex-wife's boyfriend, loses <laughs> 1.9 in assets. Yo. Yo. That's oh, crazy. Nasty work. That's Yo. crazy. <laughs> Now, I, you find out that this happens. You putting hands on everybody? Like I said, higher security. Higher security, for sure. <laughs> Yo, it'd be, it be uh, what's it called? Remember the Chris Rock movie? Yes. <laughs> security. <laughs> <laughs> Head of state, I mean, security. Yo, 1.9 That's gone. And you know who did it? Yeah. And you know who did it? Nah. Yeah, I got to get all my money back. You going to jail now. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure the the ex wife is an accessory now. Of course, they're, they're, she's so, in so, on it. So they're all gone. Yeah, they gone. Yo, but they they going to 
that's a white collar crime. They go into like boot camp. Yeah, it's that, like that's the type of thing that you throw a brick at. Yeah, but now you <laughs> you have to liquidate. Yeah, she gonna have to liquidate all her assets yeah. to them. get her money to get right. his money back. Now does he get does he get an extra one point off for paying the service? <laughs> you get an extra one point off for well, that. You get, you're gonna get more than your money back. I want pain and suffering. Without a doubt. Restitution, man. Restitution. I want all of it. All of it. You know what's crazy? Like, you ever see like those lawsuits for like someone got hit by a car or a slip and fall? Yes. And then like the significant other also sues because like they couldn't get no skins. Are you serious? Oh yeah, you can sue because of that. You can sue because of what's it called? If like if you fall and I have to take care of you, I can sue uh for my pain and suffering. Yes. I get sued for the trauma that it did for me. Oh, nah, they they on another level with suing. Like, yeah, man. Especially, like, if you can't, like, physically have intercourse with your significant other, that's a lawsuit, my guy. Yeah. Wow. That's fire. You that's can sue fire. for almost anything nowadays. That's fire. Now, if you win, I don't know, but you can sue for almost anything. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to win that. No, nah, you can. Without a doubt. That's interesting. That is very interesting. LaMelo Ball! And Puma oh, yeah, they get sued for $200 million. For what? Well, since you asked, <laughs> Alan Foster, co-founder of the Big Baller brand. Foster is suing Ball and Puma for trademark infringement, unfair business practices, and fraud. Foster claims that Mello and Puma infringe on existing LaMelo trademarks as his first signature shoe under BBB was going to be named MB1. This man is is crazy. This Alan Foster guy, like, listen. Isn't that the guy that robbed him? Yes! Like Same guy. He he stole like $20 million or something yes. from them. And now you're gonna sue them for two hundred. Good luck. That he should have been the dummy of the week. Yo, yo. <laughs> good luck, Bruh. Bugged out. I didn't see that coming. Like, first of all, who's you know who's representing him? First of all, who's buying them fucking <laughs> who buying them big baller brand sneakers anyway? Nah, and I'm, that's why he's suing because he sees he's right. See the profits dipping. Yeah, right. He gotta get his money back. If they would have actually been, like, from what I heard, people that bought them, it took over a month to get the sneakers. Yeah. All the other Shipping stuff. Shipping was bad. Like, yeah, it was, they, just, they were it was probably, horrible. They were probably, like, made the order because no one, they didn't think they would it sell. Was, it was bad business. No. What happened was they didn't think that they were going to sell so many. Mm -hmm. So the first, uh. the first time they let those out, they sold, like... Four times the amount of sneakers they, they, they had. They, they didn't have enough infrastructure to be able to take all the orders. Yeah, they didn't have like, it. He was going crazy. They was, they was over here. They was over here boxing up sneakers in they <laughs> shoot. They should have boxing up sneakers in their basement. Yeah. You know. You know. Speaking of that, like, and you see what's going on in Bangladesh. Mm. Like all of those, like, I don't want to say, it, but sweatshop workers, they're like going on strike. So like. All of these clothing brands and stuff like that that get their merch from over there. I agree. I yeah. agree for them to, to, to go on strike. Yeah, get get your ten cents. Damn that. You know, if you if you making ten, get get fifty, get get fifteen. Yeah, but what's strike in Bangladesh? All right, now you're gonna get twenty cents. Yeah. What's the difference? It, it, it difference to them. Okay. <laughs> difference to them. 
I, I agree. I agree. Relative. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I agree with striking, right? Sag, sag, they, they, they about to get back in, right? Yep. Sounds like they about to get a deal going, or that's good, right? They signed. When our movie's back. Nah, they, signed, back. They, yeah, they, they signed. signed. It's oh, it's official. It's done. It's official. Yeah. Done. yeah. They're talking about they're going to start filming uh, the final season of Stranger Things now. Good. And I think something else was like, something else big, they, they said. I think some Marvel movie that yeah. they just started. Good. I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that. One of the movies back, damn it. Because all of the, whatever's on TV right now, I don't like. Like, there was this movie that came out the other day, Talk to Me. It's rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. Like, they had. The, the, the way the movie is, is that there's some hand that is possessed, and they touch the hand, and then they, you know, they have whatever what experience if you with the hand. Put something in the hand. You gotta relax. <laughs> hey yo, what the fuck? You gotta relax. Imagine that hand from like the Adams family. I was gonna say. Like, imagine that you just <laughs> bring the hand home with you. Like that'd be fire. That, that's right. That'd be fire. It's a man's hand, so it would not be fire. So we watch him. <laughs> I mean, the white would like it. <laughs> yo. I gotta stop. I gotta leave Dwight alone, man. I, gotta, I, I just, him. I just want him to be honest. Just be honest. He, what, what? Yo, I tell people all the time. If he honest. was really like that, like, just like if he came out the closet, he would be the Bruce Jenner of of this generation. He would be a billionaire yes. overnight, right? Like if he was really like, yo, hey, listen, I'm bisexual, and that's him. He would be on every he, media rollout would, on planet Earth. He would be like the yes, he would be everywhere, everywhere. But we he already would be on the Today Show. Right. He would be on every news yeah. channel. The things everybody already knows it. Just say it. Yeah, right. especially the people in Atlanta. That's what they got right now. <laughs> but moving, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Um, is that my last one for? Irrelevant news of the week? Yes, it is. That is my irrelevant news of the week. You gotta be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch the I mean they stink? Okay, now it's time to get into nooks and cranes of the shit. I, as a Laker fan, I don't like what I'm seeing. And it has nothing to do with the injuries. It has nothing to do with LeBron James being in year 21. It has nothing to do with even the Western Conference being really, really good. It's two things. Or three things. The first problem that I'm having is the Lakers are in the bottom three in three-point percentage. They're shooting it at about 30% right now. League average, right? Or below league average. They are in the bottom half of the league in offensive rebounding. They are in the bottom half of the league in defensive rebounding. So all of these things that you need to be able to control a basketball game now, if you don't shoot the three well, you're not going to be able to control possessions. If you don't rebound well, you're not going to be able to control possessions. All of those things scream inconsistency from the head coach, and also the players, right? I have a problem with Darvin Ham. I have a big problem with Darvin 
Ham. Darvin Ham came out early, I think it was last week or this week, and said that he can't get players to play hard. He can't get them to be inspired to play good basketball or play tough or whatever it is. They brought you in here to be the accountability coach. Your press conference was facts over feelings. That's what you said. The tape will speak for itself. Doesn't matter what people say or how you feel. The tape will dictate what happens on this team. Now, a year later, you're telling me that you can't. I don't know what to do. Why are you here? That's one. The other thing is, obviously, the elephant in the room we can talk about. Anthony Davis. I, I, I just can't. I can't do it anymore. I, I said it here last week. Remember, we were talking about it. I said the only thing that I'm waiting for is Anthony Davis to fall on the floor, grab something, grimace in pain, and be out. What ended up happening a few days later? Falls on the floor, grimacing in pain. He's out for the next game. And what happens? We get blown out by the Rockets. Mr. Glass. You cannot put your team or focus your team around somebody who's not there. And if and even if he is there, you don't know what Anthony Davis is going to bear. Could be the guy that gets 35 and 20. It could be the guy that gets 18 and 9. That's a concern. You would expect that type of inconsistency from the guy that's playing 21 years in the league. Not the guy that's supposed to be well in his prime. Lakers have problems, and it's not just one thing. It's a myriad of things. Austin Reeves is not playing well. They have injuries. D'Angelo Russell is not playing well. Gabe Vincent is still hurt, and he's shooting like 9% from three. There's a lot of problems, but none of it matters if Darvin Ham can't get them right. And that's my concern, is that no matter what they have, they have a deep team, they have talent, Darvin Ham is not a good coach. I'm just going to say that. I want to hear from you, you being a head coach, you understanding how to motivate players, you understanding when players are not responding to certain things. What do you see from Darvin Ham from a coaching standpoint that concerns you? From a coaching standpoint, as a coach, not as a fan, because I'm right. a Lakers fan. As too. a coach, I'm a Lakers fan too. Grew up a Lakers. Respect. Fan. So, as a coaching standpoint, the number one thing I'm going to say is, I can't tell if he's a good coach or not, because the number one thing is, players in the NBA, players rule the the court. Respect. They have to want to play hard. Yeah. They have to want to do that, and you stated out the the first thing you said was. They don't shoot the ball well. Well, shooting is is taught. It's yeah. a mechanic. You can shoot. And it. that happens. That yes. there's, there's ebbs and flows in yes. the season. But the two glaring issues are you're last in offensive rebounding, you're last in defensive rebounding. If those two stats are true, it's no energy, there's no effort. So yeah. the players just don't want to play. Right. And that starts from the chosen one. That starts from the the quote unquote you're witnessing. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying you have to inspire your teammates to play harder. That's what 
the great ones do. And he's done it before, so he's going to do it again. It's not like he hasn't done it before. He's going to do it again. He's a great basketball player. But he needs to take probably five less minutes a game and just go harder on the defensive end, go harder on on offensive rebounding. And then they got to figure out something with Anthony Davis. Everything you spot on said of him being so inconsistent well, where did he score and how did he score when he was in with the Pelicans? Where did he score and how did he score when he was in uh, Kentucky? When he was considered to be the best player? How did he become a top 75 player? If you're so inconsistent, how are you a top 75 player and guys like Dwight Howard aren't? I will tell you this about Anthony Davis. He was he was much better in New Orleans because his knees wasn't knocking together. Like for some reason, he's not as flexible or just like athletic as he used to be, and you can tell that he's lost a step that way. And guys like him that have kind of their game is wrapped around athleticism and being fast and being able to move your feet. When you lose a step because of injuries, plays a toll on your aggressiveness offensively. Absolutely. Right? So instead of him pump faking and putting his head down and trying to get to the rim, he's now giving you a jab step and shooting a 15-foot jump shot. And if that's not falling, then he's in trouble. Because if he doesn't see the ball go in early, it's going to be a long night for him. He likes to do a push floater. It's too big to be doing that at this point. Right? So that's that's my thing is that when you have a guy that's that's hesitant and timid to be able to start playing aggressively how you want him to play, you are going to get these inconsistent nights because you don't know how he feels mentally. You don't know how he feels physically to be able to say, okay, I'm going to be able but, to push it a little more. And that, you can't rely on being a good team that way. You just can't. Well, every time he's ever played well, in my opinion, from watching from afar, again, I never had an opportunity to coach him, but watching from afar, he's always had an enforcer play right next to yeah. him. Like when he played well with the Pelicans, his best basketball, DeMarcus Cousins was there. When he played well with the Lakers, Dwight Howard and all JaVale those guys McGee. were there. Mm-hmm. They were there to take the bigger responsibility. Right. Him, him being at power forward. Yes. So they got to right. go and find a, a center. If I, if I was them, I'd try to play bigger. But here's the thing. They have one. Then they just want, He just won't start Christian Wood. The, start the, Christian the, Wood. Then, then, then that's bad coaching. That, that's that, that, that is bad. That's the problem. Because you have to figure out a way... And maybe it's because they don't spread the floor. Again, certain things with certain players, they fit systems. Yeah. LeBron's best system is... Shooters. I spread the floor out. Give run pick and roll a thousand times. Give me in the lane. I'll find open people. Right. That's his system. Right. He's never played in a system where the post or the, or the paint is clogged up where I have to pull up and shoot jump shots. Absolutely. Guys like Kobe Bryant, guys like Michael Jordan... Paul Pierce, they played in systems like that. Correct. So maybe playing with Christian Wood isn't effective for LeBron. It'll be effective for Anthony Davis. So maybe they just do a second half of the game, uh, second quarters or 
But they got to figure something. They got to figure something out because Darvin Ham is just like what I see from him is that every time I see him coach, every time I see his decisions in regards to his rotations, it doesn't give me any confidence to be able to know that this team is going to be able to sustain or have a good run going forward because you need a coach that knows what he's doing. He constantly looks like he's grasping at straws. You shouldn't be grasping at straws in year two. Especially with a team that you've already, like this is a team that's been together already, right? So talk about deadline, you talk about play, you know, the run in the playoffs. Obviously, we're nine games into the season. You should know where your go-to guys are right now. If you're still doing this, that means that that's not good. Now, my question to you is, with everything that's going on with the Clippers and them getting James Harden and really messing up that chemistry. I consider it messing up the chemistry of course. because they were playing well. Yeah. And now they added Harden and now they're starting from ground zero. Yeah, garbage. Again. What if Ty Lue said, I want out? Are you a Lakers coach? Are you firing Darby? Damn, yes. And taking Ty Yes, Lue? because they should have hired him in the first place. The only reason why they didn't want to hire him because they they thought he was LeBron's boy. No, and they, they didn't, didn't want to give him they didn't want to give him the years and all that no, stuff and the control. Didn't. They didn't want him to have his own staff. Yeah, that was the. They only want. They, they, they wanted. They, they wanted, wanted to, to pick, pick his own staff. They wanted to pick his staff. It's crazy. That is. That is absolutely insane. But 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 guess who? Guess who allowed it? Vogel. Vogel yeah. did. Yeah, I'll, I'll take job. I'll take. Hey, and, and pick, Jason Kidd was the right. was his assistant, and another person was playing was coaching. Hey, he got a chip after. Right. He got a chip. So yeah, they, they should just blow up the whole team and the organization and then turn that shit to a a boss. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, every Knicks fan hates the Lakers. I hate it. Too. I mean, listen, when you have Julius Randle as your guy, I, I, I would hate it too. No, 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 no. Julius Randle's a Kobe guy. Anybody that's a Kobe guy, I got to Julius Randle is rubbish. He's a Kobe guy. What does that mean? He trained with Kobe for for well. He for ain't trained enough. He ain't trained enough because his jump shot is trash. So Yo, his first team All NBA two of the last three seasons. What do I mean? He's a top five. First team All NBA means you top ten. There's no player Devin in the Booker. League. The man is a swindler. Okay, that's what he is. <laughs> because he he can be All NBA and when he gets to the playoffs, look like garbage. Well, that's a lot of people. Garbage. James Harden gets to the playoffs and look like trash. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's a lot of people. Sidebar. Yes. 0-3 since they got Harden. Yeah. You don't have to tell me that. I'm keeping I, I'm keeping receipts. Look, oh. Do you realize that Lynx is not here? Oh, yeah. yeah I, he hit me up too earlier. So his boy, our boy, Lynx, right? Shouts to Lynx. Here last week, and he's, you know, I'm going off on my on my Clipper rant because I love to poke fun at the Clippers. <laughs> I do. Um, he's oh, like, oh, well, yo, it's going to work, man. You got four of these dudes. I said, bro, you realize that there's one basketball and none of these guys have ever played without the basketball. They need to have the ball in their hand to be effective. Like guys, maybe like Paul George can be able to adapt a little bit, but the other three? <laughs> and on top of that, the there's one basketball. Right. And now you're saying, like, who's going to be the defensive stop? Yeah. Who's going to be the Kawhi's not the guy anymore yeah, in regards to defensively. Paul George is still good. Russell Westbrook has been a complete rubbish at defense. James Harden has never played defense in his life. Yeah. Who, who's stopping anybody? So yeah. it's not shocking to me. And then who's shootout? Who's yeah. Gonna, and then who's going to be your rebounder? Who's right. Gonna, who's going to who's going to be the assist man? Yeah. yeah. Like, 
I thought that they were a great team. Not well. Let me rephrase this. I thought they were a very good team. Yeah. With the three of them. Yes. Westbrook was coming into his own. He was playing like the Westbrook in OKC. Right. Him and Paul George have a great chemistry. Yeah. And I think he was finding Kawhi, and I think that was working. Yeah. Now, if they convince, and it's hard because again, in the NBA, players run the roost. They mm-hmm. run it. The inmates run the asylum. Yes. If you could convince James Harden to come off the bench and be the sixth man again, they could win the NBA championship. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna happen. Yo, but if he did it, if he did it, he would then become a hero. Ain't gonna happen. The hero, Clippers, it shouldn't even be in the same sentence. Hero and Clippers shouldn't be in the same sentence. (laughs) Crazy. They should get the, listen, it's gonna be a long season for anybody who roots for the Clippers. Get yeah. the D, the, get the dehumidifiers <laughs> and the space heaters out. Yeah. It's gonna be a long season. Get your coats, get your bubble jackets because they're gonna be in that basement. All right, it's gonna be in that yeah. basement. I'm telling you, if they can figure out how to convince him to do it, yeah, it will. They will be the best team in the. I West. can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Cause you can get another person to play defense. Get Not gonna happen. Rebound. Not gonna happen. Where the money at? Huh? How many people? How, how many players are gonna have this team? How many people? It's crazy. After the break, I'm going to talk, talk a little Mets. They did something that impressed me a bit. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been hating on the Mets all year. But they, they made me happy after the break. I have been a miserable Mets fan all year. I have. You know, they spent all this money. And it just never seemed right. They got Scherzer and they got Verlander. And then the reports came out that Verlander was a pompous jackass. And the, 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 the teammates didn't like him allegedly. And it was just a bad vibe all around the clubhouse. Showalter lost the, lost the team. He didn't care no more. It was just bad. Like, I love my Mets, man. And it was just hard to watch, so I didn't watch. But... Show Walter's gone. Billy Epler's gone. Now David Stearns is the president. There will be no GM, so he's going to be running everything, hiring everybody, which is really good. He's a baseball guy. Group of Mets fans, respect to him. They hired a manager. If they're not getting Craig Council, we'll speak about where he went. They hired Carlos Mendoza. Mendoza is well-respected in the league, 15 years with the Yankees uh, as an assistant manager. I like it. For the first time, I can actually say that I'm going to give this a chance. I don't have an opinion about it. I don't have, oh, he's rubbish. Uh, I want to give it a chance because the thing is, it's two things. One of his, his age, he's 43 years old, which means that he's going to have a chance to be able to grow with this team. Uh, he's a first-time manager, so he's going to need a good staff around him to be able to help him, right? The second thing that makes a lot, is very important to me, it makes a big difference in regards to this decision is that he's already in New York. Mm-hmm. He understands how this market works. See, the thing is, a lot of people don't realize that New York sports is different than any place on planet Earth. You can be the man in Idaho. You come here, 
those lights, the media, the press, the criticism, the ridicule, all of those things make athletes better when they get here. Some thrive and some wither away. This is a guy that's been here and understands the market, understands the players, understands what's needed. And he was the guy that was actually keeping those Yankee players in check over the years. Every Yankee player swears by him. So that gives me confidence that he can be able to step in, do the job, get this done while Cohen spends the big money and gets a show hey Tani somebody else. Um so I'm I'm excited. I'm finally excited to be a Mets fan. I am. Now, Craig Council. I don't hate Craig Council. I don't. I respect him. The reason why is because he told everybody, I want to reset the coaching market. So I love to be back in Milwaukee, but I need to get paid. So Mets offered him about $7 million reportedly. And the Cubs said, eh, we'll give you eight. He took the eight. Eight a year, five years, $40 million. Respect to him. Why should I be mad at a guy that chased the bag and got it? So one of the best managers in the league. Hey, but you went to the wrong franchise. You went to the Cubs. Don't know why I came out no damn Cubs, man. If it ain't Henry, if it ain't Henry Roan Gardner, we don't care. We don't care. If it ain't Chet Stedman, we don't care. Yeah. We don't care. So we're gonna see what happens with those Mets, man. I, I I hope that something good happens this offseason. I hope we get the guy Yamamoto. I hope we get Shohei. I hope we get all the big guys. Yamamoto. Pause. Hey yo, what the fuck? Nicole, what do you think? Does it bother you that he comes from the Yankees? Yeah, exactly. Cole, what do you think? I mean, it makes sense. They're building a park. Yeah, they're building that, that $8 billion project. That seems crazy. Yeah, could have put the Jets there, but I mean, whatever. Nobody wants the Jets there, bro. They want them. Nobody wants well, to hire the Jets. They got a sports book, too, so, I mean, that's going to make its money back in, like, to, three weeks. They're trying to build, like, a build, uh, build a casino there now, yep. right? Yeah. Yo, they, they, bro, they're building up a, a strip mall over there, like, like, like in a, the, over there by Belmont. They building up the whole, the whole thing. Is gonna everything's going to be crazy Yo, the over there, bro. The traffic is going to be insane. Oh, it's going to be a parking lot. Like, it's already know, a parking lot. Anybody that don't know the Queens area, it's like, boom. The Belt Parkway takes you to to Brooklyn. Right. Or from Brooklyn, you go into Queens. That's a parking lot. Right. And then to get to the city, you got to take the Van Wick. Parking and that's lot. That's the parking lot. Like, that is the no VI. And, no and, then, and, then, and then the LIE, <laughs> the parking lot. The other parking lot to get to the 59th Street Bridge, which is a parking lot. Right. Or the BQE, which is another parking lot. Right. But for Queens, when you just go up that way, if you want to bypass all that the other way, which is the low key way, Girls it's Island? It's about to be a parking lot. Parking like, lot. Good, Girls bro. Island is going to be crazy. Now. Yeah. It's yeah. It's going to be over. OD. OD. Over. I mean, listen. It is what it is. Right? No. It is. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. It is what it is. Moving on now to the greatest segment on the planet, W of the Week. Coming. Yeah. Every week, I go around the room and I ask, who, 
who is the dummy of the week? Navarro, you're gonna you're gonna hear some funny answers. You don't need a dummy of the week. It's fine. You can just be able to sit there and enjoy. Claw, who you got? I mean, I'm probably gonna get lit up for this one, but Fifty Cent, bro. Fifty Cent what? gets the dummy. Yeah. What do you do? I'm standing on mine. Damn. He doing a show and all that. Shout to that tour. He's doing this wonderful, doing numbers all over the place. But my man's flying in the sky. Oh, he did that? What are you doing oh, that yeah. for? You ain't got no song that make you, you know what I'm saying? What if I can't do it? No, like, there's no song that requires you to be up in there suspended in the air like this. Like, you wilding, bro. Oh, that's crazy. And he old doing that. What that's what I'm saying. Doing? What do you do? You never You wasn't to doing do that, that 20 years ago. Exactly. All you had to do was take your shirt off back in the day and it was lit. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe that's why stage. he can't do it now. He got to get some extra. You're getting too much money, man. All the movies he was doing, trying to do Jackie Chan shit, it's not for you. Right. He's feeling himself. Yeah, he definitely gets that. Dummy, yeah. You look crazy, bro. Uncle Murder ain't doing that. He's opening. Tony Ayo ain't doing that. What's up, man? Jay-Z ain't doing that. James ain't damn sure ain't flying up there. Jay-Z ain't, ain't even rapping. Ain't about the Owen Hart Jay-Z. God bless the dead. Come on, son. You ain't yeah, I'm saying though. It's crazy. Shit can happen. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Come on, bro. He too is 50, 50 got nine lives. Don't fuck around. <laughs> Look crazy, bro. We don't do that in Queens. Like, what is doing? wrong with Fifty? So that <laughs> money, would never. yeah, bro. That money get to his head, bro. Like, what you doing, Tweaking, man? You throw, bro. you throwing bad balls in the city. Like, what are you doing, son? Like, using like, using suspension cables. Like, like man, come on, yo, bro. bro. Like, yeah, yo, you saw that? You was watching, watching Power. It was like, yo, you shit with your photography. Yeah, I want. Who shit are you right now? That's what you got. That's what we gotta ask. Some who shit are you? Look, like looking like Spawn. Yeah, who like, are you, bro? No CGI. Like, what are you doing? Ain't like it. Unbelievable. Jimmy the super intern, you have one? Chicago. So the only uh, I saw this and it's not really new news, I guess, but I saw it. So the dummy goes to this guy's parents, by the way, before I mention it. So there's a N- Namibian politician who was elected in twenty twenty. His his name is like Ilona Adolf Hitler. <laughs> what? What? So and his and his parents said he was named after the guy. So they get the, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> man. Dummy! Yeah! Yeah. 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 For you to, for you to, for you to come out and, and admit that. And name your kid after Hitler? You know, yeah, yeah, that's wicked. His dad just didn't, he didn't realize he was bad, but he was born in the 1960s. So his pops, oh. His pops was late on his, yeah. Oh, his pops didn't know that was bad. Oh, come, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, but born in the 60s, you didn't know? Come on, man. That's bruh. Like, his dad do, deserved the double. Facts. Like you, you didn't know in the '60s when World War II was like the biggest thing. Like, come on now. And he, he made a when he got elected, he made like a joke. He was like, "I'm not gonna kill everybody." <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, and then the joke is even bad. Yeah. Like cringeworthy, bro. What fucking country was that? Namibia. Never. N- n- never n- gonna n- not gonna go there. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you will never see me go. Right. I'm never gonna make it out of this. Never gonna happen. I'm not gonna have a passport. Stand. Never yeah. gonna be a NATO. O D. Fang. Two drink minimum. What you got? All right. I got two. First, I don't really want to give it to him, but I have to. Is my guy, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons gets the... Dummy! Yeah. For saying that Dak Prescott deserves to be an MVP talk for this season. 
Yo, have have you been annoyed as, as as annoyed as I have with Michael Parsons with his podcast? He just needs to shut up. He does. He just needs to shut it. He does. But Dak's not playing bad. He ain't playing good neither. He's, he's not MVP worthy. Uh, he's playing better than what what people give him credit for. Where has it gotten us? Like I said, he's playing better than what he's <laughs> <laughs> he play, he playing better than what I people give him that. credit. I'm frustrated, man. Was, yeah, we we need to win. Everybody yeah. want to win every game. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Number two, I got to give it to the NBA again. The the refs, like they drive me yeah. crazy. Like I'm watching the game when Giannis got tossed out last night, the other night, and I'm like, are you kidding me? The guy literally dunked the ball and gave him one ah one of these and do my game. Flex. Yo, like he, come on. I don't even think he flexed. I think he just looked at dude and he was like. Oh, taunting! Get out of but here! But the thing I'm is, like, I don't even think he did it towards the like he did it towards the dude's direction because that's where he landed when he came down. That's why I think what I think happened. I don't think he was actually taunting. But at the end of the day, no. that's Giannis. Like, but, if the refs are so quick to throw him out of the game, like, what are we doing? That's like, superstar. That, that, that's who. But, it, that's who it, the, the fans are there to see, right? And that's who you're throwing out of the game. They not they not here to see your your your, your ass in the, in the in the black downtowns. You yeah. psycho, right? But my 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 even more stance about that is, and I because I coach youth sports, Giannis does that. Giannis gets paid for that, and the fans are coming to see Giannis. Correct. They don't even throw these kids out of games when they be sitting there. They'll dunk on a kid and they go like this head jab, and then you have forty kids that ain't even in the game that never could dunk. Running around the court, touching their head, right. running around this making kid, a scene, making a whole scene, and everything goes viral. You're not throwing everybody like me. If I ran, if I ran a tournament, I'd be old school. I'm right, a, I'm the get off my steps type of guy. I throw right. all those kids out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, NBA is dummies for that. No, I, I agree. Like, like, there's something wrong with these rest that they're just not. I don't know if they're getting the adequate like punishment for making bad calls or bad decisions. But we spoke about this, right. you know, for last season. I thought that they would try to clean it up. They, I, no. They, you know, what they, what they do Wallace is they, said, yeah. Rasheed Wallace said he go in the court and just tell the refs, like, oh, you got the email, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that joke was crazy. Listen, instead instead of fixing the referee problem, they want to put in in-season tournaments. That's what, that's what they want to do. <laughs> right. and, and, and stupid courts that, like, what, what are we doing? That shit like those creator player yes. courts in 2K that just... It looks like bad. the creator player community was some sixth grader... Makes the court. And that's the shit that's like everything's one color. It's <laughs> terrible. Horrible, yo, man. Yo, one of them looked like a one of them was supposed to be a runway. <laughs> like, Trash. yo, where am I flying to? I just I'm just done. I'm just Trash. done. I'm done. Yeah. Silence that's what you got. Dummy. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I, I'm very intrigued by this Neuralink. No. Is Neuralink the dummy or the people who are signing up to have? Got to be the people that signing up. You know, it's got to be the people. Yeah, somebody signing up to get their head cut off. Well, to put the Neuralink chip chip. in their head. I'm not putting any chips in. Yeah, it's the people. I'm not putting any chips anywhere. Yeah, it's the people. The people got to be the dummies. Because like, this is where we talked about before. People do anything for money. Now here's a question: If, if, If it does find a way to cure things would would that change your mind no 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 because what if okay let's say it finds a way to cure cancer what yes. if it also finds a way to kill you so now somebody could control you with a button like yeah hey look do this or i'm gonna kill you we're already controlled now you're going to war <laughs> we're already controlled right 
Right. We got computers right here, son. Yeah, but you could turn that computer off. Right. Can you? Yeah, you yeah. can. You can. <laughs> you can. Will you? Will you? The question is, will you? Right. You can. You can, de- you can unplug. It's hard. Ask the white dad. <laughs> <laughs> Little kitty, kitty cat, kitty cat, call me kitty cat. Um, yeah, I, I mean, listen, for people that people like to sign up for a lot of stuff that they just should not be signing up for. People like to do like trials and free trials and stuff like that. Like they got people out there that would like take experimental drugs just to do it. What? What are we doing? Yeah, yeah, give me that, dude. You, you guys in the past, you, you, you didn't clear this? Yeah, I'll take it. It's fine. You know how many people signed up for the, well, for the COVID shot and it wasn't say, even cleared yet? I want to say thank you for all those people, you know? I want to give them a round of applause for signing up to do dumb shit that the smart people don't want to do. That's a good point. You know, we need casualties. They're the dummy buffers? <laughs> you know, we, we need casualties. The dummy buffers. Yeah. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. So shout out to y'all. I have one, and I love everybody's picks. I think Jimmy Jimmy had a good one this week. That was good. Adolf Hitler. What are you doing? May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner for Dummy of the Week. I, I hate to have to do this. I really do. LeBron James! LeBron James is my... Dummy, yeah. Now... I'm a big LeBron James fan. From I was 15 years old and watching this kid turn into a man, greatest player of all time, in my opinion. All right, it's my opinion. All right. Not gonna argue with that. Next, 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 next pod, we'll, 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 we'll have that conversation. You got right? a picture of the greatest player of all I, time. I mean, I love Kobe. Kobe. I'm a big Kobe fan. <laughs> I'm a big greatest, Kobe fan. Greatest player of all time. Right so, LeBron James said that his Miami years. He still would have found a way to become the player that he became. He's gotten a lot of pushback for that, right? Shannon Sharp has said things. Other people have said things. People who are big LeBron haters are coming out. Got him. He's an idiot. Look, look. Got him. I'm not going that way. But what I will say, you bugging, bruh. You are. We all know you left Cleveland for a reason. You left Cleveland because the ownership was incompetent, the roster was not adequate enough for you to win a championship, and you just were not happy with losing to the Celtics every time. We get that. That's not your issue. We understand why you left. I don't blame you for leaving. 25 years old, go to South Beach. You know how many women out there? Clevelander. You had, you had wet willies back then before they closed. It's great, right? Selma Heights walking, walking all around the beach, Ocean Avenue, right? It's great. My issue is that you learned to win there. Whatever beef you have with Pat Riley, whatever issue you have with how that went down over there, it's not what we're talking about. What you learned was you learned how to lose, but you also learned how to rebound and come back and be the player 
that you wanted to be for four years. Because after that failure, you played well and you went back to Cleveland and you showed them how to win. The formula that you learned from where? Not your first stint in Cleveland. You learned that in Miami. You learned that by watching how Pat Riley ran his organization. So you told your owner, Mr. Dan Gilbert, to do it this way. Let me do it this way. And I promise you, you're going to see the results. Four finals later, you get one chip. Great. You go to L.A., a team that was in flux, not realizing how they forgot how to win. The winning formula, they forgot what it felt like. You went there in year two, you won a championship. You learned that in Miami. I'm a big Braun fan, but you got to call a spade a spade. He went to college to learn how to win, how to be a man. Pat Riley taught you that. You may not like him. You may not want to respect him. You might not want to give him his flowers. Truth is truth. That's why I got to give him the dummy. Because for you to want to make it seem like none of us realize this, you must think that we're dumb. We watched it. We watched it unfold. We seen the majority happen. So how are you going to tell me that that's not what happened? This whole thing with this new millennium shit. Like people are just like reversing truth or they're making their own truth. Truth is truth. Fact is facts. You can't debate that. If it wasn't for Kobe Bryant shooting air balls early on in his career, he would have never got the confidence to be able to take big shots. He was like, yo, I don't care if I'm airballing. One day I'm going to make them shots. I'm going to keep shooting. I'm going to keep shooting. You got to fail. But you became a man in that failure. That's what happened to him in Miami. So for you to try to deny that now all because the, the relationship is not that great, it's bullshit. This is not being a man here. Being a man is taking accountability, understanding what happened. Hell, you still would have probably ended up being the all-time great uh, you know, leading scorer in the league. That would have probably still happened. But would you have a championship under your belt? No, maybe not. I was gonna say, if he doesn't go to Miami, I think he's compared, he's still probably searching. I, I think he's compared more to the Carl Malone. It and could the, be and, and the Charles it Barkley. Very well, could be. Uh, the, I mean, they Dwayne Wade came out and said we called each other to team up to beat Kobe. Yeah, we wanted to beat Kobe. And Kobe was that great. And we had to we had to beat Kobe. So this is my saying, and oh. it's it's one of those things where. You just gotta admit it. Just yeah, just, like, just, just admit it. Just admit it. Like, come on, we we like like me. I I'm a LeBron apologist, right? I'll fight anybody <laughs> when it comes to LeBron. I will, but this right here, you, you gotta stop. Uh, I you mean, know what I mean, I gotta be honest. The only thing I don't like about LeBron, you gotta relax. <laughs> no, okay? you even give him a chance to <laughs> say. Yeah, I want to like, hear it. The, uh, the only thing I don't like about LeBron is like the excuse bug and like. Yeah, I can't deal with it, and it's not even him. It's the LeBron fans. I don't think he makes excuses. No, he doesn't. We do. It's the it's the fans. <laughs> we do. It's the fans. We, we I, make I, a pot. Yeah, I, I don't care. 
Like, like it's the All right. best. He, he, he can do no wrong. No, exactly. Okay. Like, Same like, just like Kobe, right? No, no, no. They, they, Kobe, call, they call Kobe a snitch. No, Kobe's I, I defend Kobe, Kobe too. Yeah. All talk. I, I would defend him too. Yo, you see, you, see, what I'm you like, see how the narrative like to change? <laughs> I remember when Kobe was persona non grata, right? <laughs> when and, he was oh, averaging yo, 40 you like, above, you like Kobe, yo, he snitched on Shaq. Yo, <laughs> he did snitch on Shaq. That's all we heard. That's all we heard for like 10 years. What are you doing there? Yo, he did snitch on Shaq. Right. But that don't mean that we don't love him. No, okay? we love him. Yeah, I don't mean we don't love him. Kobe, how my ass tastes. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But LeBron, listen, you're all-time winner, all-time leading scorer. All-time my man. over king. Hey. <laughs> Russell Westbrook about to pass that shit. <laughs> you're my man. You're an all-time winner. But you got to hold this L. You're a winner for WWE. That's all for this show. Uh, Claw, kind words. Uh, if it's not for you, it's not for you. So don't fucking waste your time. Respect. Wow. Fang's thoughts? I think it's amazing that midgets could take average size penises. Yeah. I love this man. Uh, look, my man, Navarro, thank you for passing through, man. It was great. This was, <laughs> yeah. this was fun. Nah, this was epic. This, this is fun, is, man. This is one of the best podcasts I've ever been on. <laughs> the topics are outrageous. It's, yeah. It's, it's great moments. Yeah, listen, great. We, we make it fun, man. We, nah. we, you, you can talk sports, but it doesn't have to be this mundane thing where it's just yeah. like, your stats. Like, like, nah. Bro, let, let's put some personality in this shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But listen, you come through any time, man. Like I said, we definitely going to set up, uh, you know, getting up there to the not school. Or we definitely want to do that vlog. Yo, I cannot um, You know, meet the kids and, and, and get that experience up there, man. I think it's going to be a great time. No, I, I can tell you one thing right now. When you guys come up here to talk to those kids, those kids are going to... It's going to be a show and a half. They're going <laughs> to roast me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're going to roast me, which will be fun. Right. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Before I get out of here, my PSA. A PSA to the people who don't believe that ratings matter. Because put out my baseball post about ratings being low and blah, blah, blah. And people had some kickback. I don't even care about... I don't care about the actual comments. But I do care about this notion of fans or real sports fans don't care about ratings right because here's what happens in real life ratings matter people go to restaurants because ratings are high nobody goes to a piece of shit restaurant they go to the best ones because of the ratings you go to amazon products are rated why is that because you want to know what the best products are. How does TV work? The highest rated shows stay in syndication. The lower rated shows get booted off networks. So if you continue to have low ratings, what's going to happen to the actual product? It will disappear. So if baseball is having low ratings due to who's in the actual final series, isn't that going to affect future TV deals for baseball? Which means that as baseball fans, you won't have anywhere to watch your sport. You probably have to watch it on Lifetime. Yeah, Tubi. Or Tubi. Because ratings matter. 
That makes sense? Perfect sense to me. It does. <laughs> That's all for the show. Jimmy the Super Intern, you are the man. Um, you better make sure. I, I need to see you for like a four-week stretch. Is that possible? Oh, thank. Oh, look, look, that's a dummy week right there. Look at that. <laughs> Did you hurt yourself? Do you do you need workman's comp? Nicole <laughs> <laughs> and the the the, the silent assassin. You all right? You just 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 make sure you don't. I, I, just, don't just ever, watch, watch the Jordans. Don't ever play Jenga. You're right. <laughs> right. But until next week, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. My son is the champ. So get over it. <laughs>